just want to give you a quick movie recommendation. The Marvels by Disney. Yep. Now, this film is just what the doctor ordered. Brilliant film from the all-female cast to the all-female writing team kicking ass for two hours straight. Can't believe you were without me. Well, I didn't see it yet, but it is on the to-do list, and I don't need to see it to know that this is what the action movie genre was missing. Just a paradigm-shifting complete departure from the toxic preferences of the Avengers fan base. It's a cinematic home run. Bingo. And when I saw negative reviews from trolls commenting on the massive budget and the low box office numbers, I said, you can add a couple more to the revenue column because I'm coming to see it twice. I'm sure you loved it twice. I haven't gone yet, but once I do, I will most likely go a second time because from the pictures and articles, I can already tell this will be rewatchable. I believe Stephen King said it best. The people gloating about this film's downfall are unpleasant. He then went on to mention hasn't seen it either, but most likely will in future, if not in theaters, the moment it gets to streaming platforms. My friend's a reviewer for Salon.com. He's on the horn right now with a glowing the review. Best thing Disney's done hands down. Haven't seen it yet, but I already know it's incredible. Oh, the anticipation is killing me. Maybe we could go this week. This week does not work. I got kickball finals. And to be honest, I don't know if men should even be taking up the precious theater space for this blockbuster. Great point. You know, it's time for men to step back and allow women to enjoy the film in peace for the first few months. Yes. Without having to worry about which man is about to ruin her experience. After every woman's thoroughly enjoyed herself, then and only then will I come in for my highly anticipated helping of the film. As of now, the hordes of women have yet to turn up, but are most likely on their way as we speak. The boys. The boys cast. The lads. The boys cast. The dudes. Prepare yourself for boys cast. The bros. The boys cast. The homies. The boys cast. The dudes. Boys, 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 Saturday the first time, but it is for the boys, so people already know yeah, that. Yeah, classically. Santa Claus yeah. is in a wheelchair. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> You're not getting us. <laughs> that, you know, they rubbing it in your faces. <laughs> so they have Santa, and I think he's like a black guy, and he's yeah. in a wheelchair, and they just have him in the targets. Yeah. And they go, no, 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 Target. We know what, oh, wait, I'm already doing it, because even if we yeah, say we are we're not doing, doing it, it no, we're doing it. Target literally just has, like, whatever that company has, is they have a giant, just like, you know, lever that you pull. It's like a slot machine, and it's every possible permutation. It goes, boom, 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 and that's what you get. It goes, Santa, black, in a wheelchair. A Muslim banker. <laughs> and he go, no, we're not talking about it. <laughs> I know Danny was fuming at the mouth when you came in. You were, you were pissed off. You go, Santa walks, <laughs> God damn it. He got it too good for Mrs. How's Claus. he? How he got, the hell's he getting pegged, to, dude? How the hell is he supposed to deliver all those gifts? I'll tell you what. I just got back from L.A., which was... Awesome, by the way. San Jose was sold out. Los Angeles, Irvine. It was, yeah, it was yeah, a banger yeah. California trip. However, I'll tell you the vibe in LA. I think a big part of it is that, like all the liberal Jews over there. They're mm. fucking. Their brains got turned. I'm telling you, they're all all of them. They all got turned. But you you would be at. You would, I'll tell you, you wouldn't be seeing this in 2020 where it would be like you'd be sort of at a comedy club and just your average girl would be kind of like, you know, there's just all this stuff on the, because you know how San Francisco, they cleaned up the streets in two seconds, yeah, uh, for, Xi Jinping? For, yep. And there'd be people being like, well, you know, we might not want to admit this, but it's the liberal policies. And I'd be like, oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, interesting, yeah. Interesting television writer. And I was like, people that were writing on TV and all this stuff, they're, they're all coming up to me being like, this stuff's crazy, huh? Yeah. I'm like, you don't say. <laughs>
<laughs> you don't say. Huh? I've kind of been talking about it for eight years. Dude, I'm telling you, you're seeing like famous comedians come on stage and they're just like with just spicy 2015 takes. I mean, Michael Rappaport <laughs> yesterday said that he was gonna he's gonna vote for Trump. So that's uh, that's all you need to know about anything. <laughs> Rappaport is going wild. Rappaport is going nuts. Being married to that guy must be tough. Hey? He probably comes home. Uh, or do you think? Do you think he doesn't? He's completely normal. And then once he gets that Instagram, it just fucking he goes nah, wild. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. He's he's like, dude, he life. definitely makes some videos where he's like, that's too crazy to post even for me, probably. <laughs> he's like, I don't know if I need to do it. Dude, drop. he made a video where he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, all you you, you people who are not supporting us Jews is like, we're making lists. He's like, just so you know, he's like, we're making <laughs> lists of all you people who aren't supporting us and you're not going to get our investments. We're not going inv- <laughs> to. I'm like, oh my God, Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. I want to literally like go up to the Upper East Side where he lives and just track him down and like shake him. Like, what are you doing? We're going to shut your bank down. Dude, literally. You're, you're never going to work in this industry he, dude, again. He said all the things and you're like, oh my God, man. And then next day, six hours later, he's like, I'm voting for Trump. He's like, I said it. He's like, I'm not going to like it, but he's like, I'm voting for him, which I don't get because you're like, what? You think Trump's going to be... More pro Israel. I guess he's, yeah, I guess he's more pro Israel. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking nuts. Biden's pretty pro Israel. I don't like. Hey, dude. Well, anyways, the, there's three more before the end of the thing Phoenix, Denver, and Toronto, which Toronto. only has 20 uh, to, like, I think it's 150 tickets left and it's a month away. Nice. It's the biggest show that I've ever headlined in my life. Yes, and the lineup is going to be announced right now. Yep. So I got Paul Thompson is going to host. Mm-hmm. Nima Nazira is going to do nice, it. Nima. And yeah. Danny Polish. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a pretty banger lineup, yeah, right? Say, and people yeah. are from Toronto. or People at period know Nima. He's like a yeah, big yeah. social media Absolutely. star or whatever. But yeah. that's pretty banger yeah, squad, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, it'll that's be awesome. Cool. So you don't want to miss that. And probably have about like five more days to buy tickets before they're gone. So before they're gone. Get them, get them, get them before they're gone. So when I was in Los Angeles, I was doing like podcasts and I had... Uh, three hours off mm-hmm. and I was just on, on Twitter and I posted uh, something about Marvel's I can't remember what it is I posted something along the lines on Twitter being like can't wait to see it or something like that Yeah. and then people were uh, I was getting like quote tweeted by like probably a fucking cock Biden voter you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, of course, of course. And, then, and then I was like I was right across the street from a theater yeah. and Marvel's was on the thing and I go, fuck it. I literally walked across the street and just went to Marvel's by myself. Yeah. I posted a photo of that. Yeah. First, I thought that was a fake photo. <laughs> no, I was That's so funny. I thought that was like a joke. <laughs> it was a joke, but I did do But I'm it. saying, no, 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 but I'm saying I thought you were like, I'm in Marvel's. Oh, there's zero people here. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I don't know. That's I watched know. Marvel's, dude. I was the there was actually one other guy in the theater, oh, but he was in the. He was. You're like, of, you're like, hey, can you just move <laughs> for a minute? I gotta take this photo for to dunk on Marvels. So it's like, it's like, it's fine if you're in it, but it's that much better. <laughs> Who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's also like an influencer. He goes, dude, I'm trying to get an empty photo. You go, why don't we just both take the photo together? We'll just use each other's photos. Collab. <laughs> There's one. Well, I, I hope this guy was going as a gag. Otherwise, being a grown man going to see Marvels by yourself, which I did, but I was like doing it ironically. <laughs> He's on his podcast being like, and this fucking turkey, I'm seeing as a joke, and there's actually a guy watching it. Marvel, dude, it was 
This is a diversity spectacular, yeah, my friend. Yeah, it's all this it's, stuff. Honestly, it's whatever you think. It's honestly comical mm -hmm. to watch. Like you were just like, I could, you couldn't believe it. It's a unicef. The entire thing's like an old school unicef ad. There is, there is not a scene that doesn't have every base covered. Really? It's hilarious. Are there any guys in it? They're all cocks. So every yeah, guy yeah. is like a total bitch. Samuel L. Jackson tells them what to do. They don't even listen because <laughs> he's the he's the yeah, head he's guy the, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. So he'll be like. Guys, I don't want you to go here. And then they go, yeah, yeah. And then they go, fuck him, you know. And then right. they always, they never listen to Samuel L. Jackson. And then Samuel L. Jackson has a little bit of like a, well, I'm just an old idiot. Yeah. So he just gets like bitched around. Right. And then there's every place, um, every guy's a cuck. There's basically, uh, I'll tell you the plot of the movie. So what happens is there's an AI. There's a society that was running an AI and there was kind of like their god. And then she thought she could stop the AI by just tearing all the wires down. Yeah, <laughs> it's so very chick idea. We go, Why don't we unplug it? She goes, <laughs> and then what happened when that happened is that basically the sun turned off. So they have no, so every, she basically ruined like five different places mm. with her idea. She thought, she, she thought that would work and it turns Sounds out it like didn't work. Chick would do. <laughs> and then she was too embarrassed to go home. So she just stayed out in space by herself because she was too embarrassed to go home. <laughs> She's just floating in space. Yeah, because then she goes back and she doesn't age, I guess. So she goes back and and then... Um, Who's this? Brie Larson? Or Brie Larson. So Brie Larson... I've never seen one of the Marvel movies. She was. There's some good ones. I know. She, she goes back, by the way, um, and then there's a, do a kid that she was like basically raised her and that's the black chick. What's her name? It's a white chick, a black chick, and an Indian girl. No idea. And then, uh, so the the girl that she raised is they have like a cat fight. It's like, huh, oh, you're just back, huh? And then they they have like very sexual tension the whole time. And then finally, she goes, she confronts her about it, and she's kind of like, "You left me," and it's kind of that sort yeah, of thing, yeah. right? No lesbian scene. The whole thing has very lesbian tension energy, right? Yeah. And then it's a very collaborative. It's all all girl stuff. So no love story. Like they they it's really and the the interesting part is just because it was written by a bunch of chicks too, and it's like they do everything is very chick oriented in the sense that you know how and there's a lot of times there's like kind of a leader and then other guys and yeah. people play the roles. There's no. It's very collaborative yeah, environment. It's all consensus. <laughs> Rule by consensus. No, they, it's not even consensus. It's just they never have a bad idea, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so there is you. no. There's nothing to consensus on. It's like all three girls. They always have their ideas. The one girl goes, "We should do this." Sometimes it's the you know the janitor that has the best idea. Sure. So sometimes as long as she's a woman, that's fine. <laughs> we can take it. So they all sort of all. They're always chiming in, and all of their ideas are always amazing. So the kid will sometimes, and the kids deal is uh the the kid always wanted to be a superhero and then basically the kid got some power somehow okay so the kid basically their whole deal and by the way that feels like a kid's movie yeah it, it very much feels like sp spy kids or something okay because I mean, it is probably a pg movie i imagine well it's it's very it's yes but it's also very impossible to discern who's the, really the main character like i guess brie larson's sort of the main character but then the kid's sort of the main character okay no one really has more of a story than anyone else it's all it's very probably, yeah <laughs> and the kid's whole deal is I I wanted to be a, a Marvel person. And then she's like, so I can't believe I'm here. So it's got that sort of uh, almost super bad vibe where it's very, or not super bad. What's the one? Oh, yeah, maybe it is super bad where they're, what's the one where uh, Michael Sarah's is the superhero? Not no, super not bad. Super bad. Um, what's the the kid's name? But it's got a vibe of she, every scene. It's very like I still can't believe I'm a superhero. Yeah. And after the tenth time, like they're fighting bad guys. It's like she goes, "Look at me, I'm fighting bad guys." Right, like right, like yeah, they yeah. they never aren't mentioning like how. They're, oh my! Look at look at yeah, me. So cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's always she's always super happy to be there, right? 
And you, so they're, they're constantly reminding after a certain while, you're just kind of like, okay, we get it. Like, this is a big treat for you to be fighting with the superheroes. (laughs) So that goes on for the the entire movie. Right. And if you didn't think it was gay enough, they get the sun turned back on. That's the end. Well, the end of the movie, basically, uh, she goes and she had the power to turn. She figures out how to turn the sun back on. The the one girl is like a super scientist. She's like one of those. She uses a lot of big words. You know when they have a nerd and they use like a lot of scientific language and everyone has to go speak in English and then they have to go sorry, you know? So she's the one girl's constantly uh, just showing you how smart she is. And they sort of figure out. That at the end of the movie, everything gets wrapped up, and then she goes and just sort of flips the switch on the sun, gets it back on. <laughs> <He> goes, <laughs> I can't everyone, believe I didn't think of to try to do that at the beginning. And also, the bad guy's a girl, too, and the bad guy girl is uh, also sympathetic because her thing is like, yeah, Brie Larson came and like turned their son off, so their people have been like starving to death, right, and she hates them. Right. So, like, there's no girl in the thing that doesn't have a like, you're the bad guy, you're kind of rooting for a little bit because you're just like, yeah, that's a bad deal that she got her son turned off. She has a pretty just fight. <laughs> And then they sort of become friends at one point <laughs> because the bad guy in her, they squash the beef a little bit. Sounds like a real stinker. Uh, I, I would have walked, I actually thought I was going to walk out about halfway. I was kind of like, okay, I sort of seen it. But then I was like, okay, let me just finish it so I see what happens at the end. Yeah. Because I can maybe bring it up here or something. Uh, there's that part. Yeah, it sounds like a not good. You know what I was kind I wonder of- if their Disney though is going to like is is this any sort of like they're going we're, we're going to not do that or is this one of those things where they go, yeah, well, this the is the second one. Wrong. The last one people didn't like either. Yeah, cuz this is like the thing with these Marvel movies is like when they're bombs, you're like you're, they're talking about losing, you know, they just lost 300 million dollars. I think it was 300. It was the, it was the second Four, most expensive one they made. Or if, well, I think I looked it up before. It was like it costs I think a quarter of a billion dollars, but then you double it for marketing. So it's about a quarter. Yeah, it was so it's 280 like, I think. Yeah, so and it. yeah, and then you double it. So it's like five hundred sixty million dollars is what it costs. This has got one hundred and twenty right now. So it's like right. They're currently in the red four hundred million, and there's no DVD sales anymore. So you're like, I guess they're streaming. I don't. I don't know. Apparently, people aren't watching in China. I mean, it's objectively really crappy, right? Mm. But the it's sort of. I, I I think they knew they were walking the plank because I think this happened. They sort of decided they were going to make this movie three years ago. Of course, and right. like in the three years, people have really fucking had it up to here with this kind of shit. Yeah. So I and they delayed it a couple times. I think everyone involved in this film knew like, but. But during the last two years leading up to this, they knew, like, buddy, we're walking the fucking plank yeah, here. And I guess this is too big of a movie to just, like... Did you see what they did with the John you Cena? You can't fucking can The John Cena movie or whatever? The uh, Roadrunner versus... What happened? Uh, this is... the what's Who's the Roadrunners? Coyote, yeah, yeah. They got the canned it? It was done. It's done. Like, they, it was, like, literally fully done, ready to go, like, fully edited, post everything, and then they're just, like... They took uh, because there was like a, a tax write off for just like never releasing it or something. So they just took the tax write off and just what yeah, they shelved new- her. Yeah, like they're just like pop her on the shelf there, yeah. bud. But it's like a full hundred million dollar movie. Cena can't like that. You no. can't see him. <laughs> you cannot see him. <laughs> no, no. Well, Cena's really, really unhappy about you. Cena's movies. See you can't see me. No. It's a marketing no. campaign. Yeah, but they straight up just like were. Interesting. Took a, took a tax write. They might have. This might but have been for, a movie. And they that. did that for the cat. What was it? The Catwoman or Batgirl? There was that one or two where they're like, "This is." It's crazy that sometimes they'll get to the, the end. Cat they go, girl they go "This is so shitty <laughs> that like it's worse to." I think they this. almost did it with this. Yeah. Let's well, take like it. It was just one of those things where I feel like it, if you're going to. Um, 
you know how uh, we used to talk about, I remember someone told me this when uh, it's kind of like a young comic thing, but he was just like, everything can't be like wacky. Mm-hmm. So if, you're, if your comedy is wacky or if the characters are really wacky, your plot can't also be wacky because then everyone's just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. So if you're going to make... It's too much wacky. If you're going to make um, that movie where it's like, okay, this is only girls. We have all the, you know, uh, basically uh, no real main character. The... Just kind of uh, no love story. Something you might want to make. Uh, you might want to follow the normal storylines yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want every single thing to be uh, different. Yeah. Yeah. She. Tried, I can see this. She tried to just. It, she, yeah. She just the whatever. Whoever wrote this was like, we're gonna. It's gonna be a new paradigm of movie, and you're like, yeah, it's not though. The, yeah, yeah, they did think yeah, it was yeah, be a mo- new paradigm. Most a people little. try that, and it's just like a huge failure. Do you remember in Jack and Jill uh, when that movie was getting cr- trashed, and they had these really long scenes where it was just everyone at the table, and it felt like it moved really slow almost? I it kind of had Jack- that. The three of them would be talking, and it was all sort of single camera shots, and it was just sort of cut to the girl. She would say something, and then she would say something, and then she would say something. It was very like, no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not overlapping. And it was just that would go on for six minutes. You yeah, know? yeah. And they were sort of making jokes, and you could, they were like, they're not good jokes. Yeah, because the kid was like the comic relief and it was all this kind of kid jokes um Sounds bad. they're very empathetic too. the one time the one girl like anytime they yell at each other they come back like in a couple minutes later and they go i'm, I'm very sorry i spoke <laughs> to you that way <laughs> yeah yeah she's they're always apologizing to each other it's a very empathetic the cast. problem is, is like girls want to see barbie not marvel like obviously girls will go see marvel but like that's not your main target demographic for these movies yeah. so then and they cry well this time it'll be different and you're like nope no i think uh that is kind of why i was thinking when i was in the theater it kind of reminds me of because yeah you're basically like okay we're gonna take a, a guy thing and make it a girl thing yeah it'd be the equivalent of if dude said if, if like romantic comedies or romantic novels that like uh, the audience is 90% women, it would be if guys made a thing where they demanded romantic comedies to be about a guy that goes to Vegas and fucks hookers. Oh, no, yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. And well, then, they did that with bros, remember? They go, hey, finally, like a gay guy, all gay guy romantic comedy. And you're like, nobody wants to watch that. <laughs> yeah, no one, I don't know so what to no tell you. That's, there's to no demand it. for this. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. <laughs> it was like, yeah, they have the new romance novel. And it's like, it's about... A guy and he doesn't even he never falls in love he just goes and fucking bangs a bunch of hookers with the boys and it's like well that's our representation and obviously no guys want to read the because ro- no. it's still like a yeah. that genre or whatever yeah, you go fuck that um and then it, they, all, you know what the jokes were again it reminded me of like nickelodeon or something uh-huh. a lot of the jokes were they would go you know uh the the girl's indian mom would go if you know if if you don't return, I'm going to kill you. And then she goes, what'd you say? And she goes, oh, nothing. Yeah. Like, that would <laughs> yeah, be the, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So it seems like it's a kid's movie a bit, or at least trying to. The 14-year-old girl is just, she's never fought before. She's just shredding every single villain top to bottom. I don't think there's one moment where they, the only time is when the other bad girl, but there's like, sort of the society of cucks that they're, um, that they're sort of uh, saving, yeah, and they're all sort of dudes. They're all just like blogger useless, dudes, yeah. Useless. But they have weird. They have cone heads or something. Okay. They're all just like these useless guys. Like, oh, well, luckily the girls are coming to save the day, kind of thing. There's not. Like, there's, I don't think a guy wins a fight in the entire movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> guys are just getting Sounds tuned. Really crappy. Guys are getting tuned up in this movie, right? Ugh. But um, <laughs> if you didn't think that was uh, feminine enough. There's a musical number. So they go to this one thing. 
uh, this one society and the one society where she goes, I'm kind of famous here because she's the queen because yeah. she married the guy. So he's a Japanese guy and he's got an accent, which doesn't make sense because they don't... Which accent? His Japanese accent. But oh. it's like, wouldn't make any really sense why he yeah. would have a Japanese accent because they're not Japanese. They're there's like alien creatures, right? Right. And then basically their uh, language is they can only sing. So they show up and there's a full-on musical number. Oh, that's... The queen has arrived! And then they can only sing to each other and she goes, there is my girl, how long will you be here? <laughs> You know what's funny? And she has to sing back. Yeah, you know, like forever, like people who made movies would be like, you know, it's like this was going to be such a good movie. And then the executives like got their fucking paws on it and they started making all these changes. But this is probably the opposite where they go, do whatever you want. (laughs) Right. The executives are like, we don't want to tell a woman director what to do. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Right. And then the executives are probably like, yo, we're all getting fired because we decided to let her do whatever she wants here. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. The executives, the executives stayed the hell away. Uh, Or there was probably probably some guy executives there that were just like we're just gonna completely just uh, do it uh, n- n- we're not gonna follow any of the sort of storyline yeah, yeah, guidelines yeah. we, we have, have a pretty good system but, going on here. and then i think the girl executives were like what the fuck yeah. did you just say to her <laughs> what you're saying that these women can't make a movie yeah and they, uh, they can't reimagine the Marvel universe. Yeah. I don't really understand their powers either. The one girl, I guess she she could like sort of make. She had some bracelet that let her make portals, so they kept sort of changing places. Okay, Let's they sort of it. explained cool. it, but it was a little weird. I mean, think how much you hate traveling. <laughs> well, they Imagine didn't travel you... very far. It'd be like if me and you just kept switching places. <laughs> and then they had a lot of montages to figure out how to be good at. The dancing culture was the craziest one, though. Yeah, that sounds like hell. You know what I was sort of thinking. Uh, on uh oh i'll tell you the best before i say move on i just tell you the best uh probably the best part of it was the indian dad who was like a typical indian dad yeah they just had really cliche indian dad jokes but there was one time and the only time that i was like that was pretty good was they were in the spaceship with all the samuel and all the people that were getting they basically they're all just assistants to the brie larson now yeah um the Indian dad, uh, while all the war was happening, the Indian dad was talking to the fellow space guys about why they need to have a Roth IRA and stuff oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. The Indian dad wasn't bad. I'll give yeah, him that. Yeah. All right. That's something. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Indian dad. You know what? The, okay. We've already. Do you think he'll get a spinoff? Indian dad spinoff would actually be okay. <laughs> I tell you, Indian dad, every time he came on That screen. conversation, I guarantee you, has been had at like the <laughs> Disney like studio. Should we give the Indian dad a spinoff? <laughs> No, I'll tell you the perfect way to describe it. It's this, it was the comedy, because all these movies are kind of comedic a little bit, right? Yeah. But it was only the girl that was sort of the comedic effect, and she wasn't even that bad. She probably could have been like a star of Nickelodeon or whatever. It was just, yeah. it didn't, it was, you know, not, didn't feel like that type of movie. It felt like everything she said should have had a laugh track. It, you ever watch like Big Bang Theory where they take off the laugh track? Mm-hmm. It was like that. It was jokes that don't actually make you laugh, but like if you put a laugh track behind it, you go, okay, this is a crappy sure, sitcom yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It, was, it felt like you took the laugh track away yeah. from their kind of jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know how uh, we've we've we were sort of saying there was like the craziness gap and all that stuff where women are more crazy? Yeah, I was thinking sort of like a a funny way to put it, but it's sort of true. Is if people are saying, "Oh, are men crazier or women crazier?" It's it's that. Um, I mean, obviously, the different type of crazy. Well, I was gonna say what actually happened is that it's the same amount of crazy. But do you ever remember that? Um, uh, there's an old Taj joke where he says there's 15 minutes of fame, yeah. and he was like, "Well, that's an average." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what this is too. It's like craziness means for men, it means like normal, 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 normal. 
murdered his wife and kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal, yeah, yeah. normal, Chris normal. Benoit, so um, if you average it out, whereas every girl got her 5%. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's evenly distributed amongst women. Right, so, so every girl got her allotted 5% of craziness. <laughs> yeah. And ev every guy, it all went to like one guy out of every 20. Mm, that's a good theory. So I think yeah. that's what, you know what I mean? So it's like, instead of having like one guy that went on a rampage and killed 20 people, you have like, and it's probably more like 1%, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have like one girl that like, you know, trashed a house, one girl that... Uh, yeah, I mean, I will say to push back on this though, because there was a recently, I, I, I uh, posted about it, but like recently they found some another like angel of death type nurse who just was like killed 20 fucking people at like an old folks home. There's so many chicks who are just Well, she's taking more of her allotted share. I guess, yeah, but there's so many chicks who are just killing tons of dudes and nobody knows about them. Mm, that is people, probably yeah. true, but when you say tons, it's still less. Yeah, yeah, but I guess it's just they're not getting added to the... Because they're the unknown crazies, that's what I'm saying. Is they're not accounted for in the craziness, <laughs> right? How about this for my theory to keep... If I was to try to keep my theory in line... Mm -hmm. <clears throat> There's a certain type of girl that is uh, masculine enough that they leave the they leave the female pool realm. Yeah, yeah. They, so when they, a girl they, yeah. gets too crazy, uh, you know, Kurt has that theory where he says basically every comedian graduates from new comic to girl comic to male comic. Yeah, and he's like, and there is some truth to it. If you look at the top like female comics, they all sort of they like control a room like yeah, in a masculine yeah, totally. way. Yeah, and he's sort of saying like every guy comic starts like a girl like how yeah, a girl, yeah. like how, a, a girl that's not there's sort of that when the girls uh if they start taking more of their allotted craziness they sort of graduate to guy crazy <laughs> yeah. they get a little crown <laughs> oh, here you go you graduated to guy criminal theory. but i think that i think that's what it describes it it's not that there's more craziness it's just that it's evenly distributed mm. so everyone gets a little bit of craziness yeah, yeah. i mean where's me and you probably my experience yes <laughs> They all got a little. <laughs> they all got a taste. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. So I think that's a good so way to describe hormones. it. Okay. This is. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm a little fed up. Yeah. You can fed up? you can probably see it on my face. I'm not. I'm Blood's not. boiling. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Will Smith. I'm 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 going full Will Smith stand right now because I'm yeah. on his side. Yeah. Something's happening in this Hollywood thing, and it seems I don't know if Scientology. He's messed with Scientology. I don't know who he pissed off. But this is Will Smith's former assistant come out. He's doing a press tour saying that he walked in on Will Smith boning dudes now. Yeah. He goes, I walked in, he was bent over the couch. Will Smith, they are on a full out. I saw someone on Twitter saying, I think they're trying to make them kill himself. I think that's what like, I said. Okay, maybe it was, was you that I saw. Well, no, no, that. I saw someone saying it on Twitter, but I also said that I thought. Uh, you said we, it on the podcast. On the podcast, yeah. yeah. I go, they're trying to do something to him. They're trying to break him. They are trying to break him. Yeah, and he's unbreakable. He's, so, no, that's not him, actually. I don't know if he is, man. I bet you he's feeling it right now. This dude. By the way, and so I saw another one of she went but on. I could see him being gay, though. She went on some podcast and she was like wax philosophicaling about how great Tupac was. And she was going, When I first met, I remember when he first met, he came in and he goes, His name's Tupac. I go, Mm, Tupac, huh? And you go, Oh, he's cute. And then I remember he came up and I just looked at him and he looked in my eyes and we were just inseparable. And it was just like, This was a week ago she's doing Ugh. this interview. <laughs> But like, yeah, I don't know. I do think he's very likely gay, so I, I wouldn't... I just, you think he might be gay? 
Oh, yeah. Do you think he's gay or do you think that Hollywood just fucking messes with people's brains so much? That well, he was in that movie. Uh, he's like, maybe I'm gay. I can't remember what that movie was where he plays the gay con artist in the You 90s. think he was a little too comfortable playing that role? <laughs> he's very good in that movie. <laughs> That's Danny's evidence. You go, how is he gay? He goes, riddle me this. Here's yeah. a photo of <laughs> He played a gay man in a movie once in was the he, 90s. Was he kissing dudes in the movie? I think so, yeah. I think he did kiss a dude in the movie. What? Yeah. You don't remember this? It was like in the... I remember the con artist movie. I'm yeah, it was sure. like he played this con artist. He was like uh, sure was with, his, with his white rich family in like the upper like east side of New York. And he like they take him in and he's like convinces them he's something. But he was just like some homeless con artist guy. Kissing dudes, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Coming back. Brother Bilal. So the brother Bilal, too. So he's messed with the brother community, okay. too. And he goes, who used to share a close bond with Will Smith. Uh, a lot of people commenting that uh, they think you might be sick co constantly. Yeah, I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. I have allergies. I what are you allergic to? I don't know to? what it is. It's the studio. I think the studio is just dirty or something. Poontang. I don't think we've ever cleaned it. Uh, cleaned the studio yet. Maybe I need to. Because it's just I don't have allergies until I get here. What are you? What are you allergic to in general? Dust. Cats, dogs, dogs, cats, dust, dust. Yeah, it's probably dust. It's like I, th one. I think it's dust when I come here because I'm like I don't have it before I get here. I personally am calling cap because I think you're like this every everywhere. Uh, not like I'm actually stuffed up right now, and I was not stuffed up until I got here. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I'm like legitimately stuffed up right now, and I was not stuffed up. Yeah. All right, but I'm not sick. I'm I'm thinking yeah. there. I'm thinking I actually, you know what? I just did on. a. I just did. You know what's funny? I want to get that checked. I just out, did pal. a blood test. I did blood work with that company. Were uh, you Bloods or Crips? Uh, Crips, and then what they uh, make you do? Kill someone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got to get jumped in, but I did with uh, that Merrick Health Company or whatever. I did uh, blood work, or whatever, and then one of the things on the the blood panel was like something that's related to allergies was like through the fucking roof. So I'm like, that's e just the ancestry.com, and that's your Jewish percentage. <laughs> You don't if you, <laughs> you don't even have to do your ancestry.com. You just do that yeah, test, and it yeah. <laughs> you go. You're no, seven, I don't remember taking a twenty three and me. Eighty five percent allergies. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new. Uh, he goes. The allergy community. The allergy community <laughs> is really going through it right now. <laughs> the allergy community has all eyes watching them. I'll tell you that much, man. All eyes on the allergy. Uh, community. An allergic friend of mine had coins thrown at him. <laughs> So Brother Bilal's definitely had it out for Will Smith. He goes, close bond was Will Smith. Even worked as assistant for years, opening up about the Suicide Squad actor's controversial life. <laughs> they just have to pick one random yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad. <laughs> he's, like, he's Ali. I just say, yeah, it's so funny. They just have to always pick one random movie. So he's... Prom Bilal's promoting his new book, Will Smith, The Demonic Circle Book. So it's like basically a straight up oh, hit piece, yeah, right? Yeah. So Will being, it really is once the, a couple dominoes start falling on these Hollywood guys, they get murdered. It's like, they're, it, it really does feel like they're protected yeah. and they're allowed to do anything they want. You know, they can go to islands and have sex with kids. They can do anything they want. And then all of a sudden, as soon as like one of the dominoes falls and they do something wrong. Yeah. Once you cross one of the allergic people. Listen, I, I, it does feel conspiratorial. <laughs> Oh, it is crying crazy because you're like, he didn't. Other than the, I guess the slap, but like they were coming at him before the slap. Even still, this guy can't catch a break. No. Well, they go as brother Bilal sat down with Tasha. He remembered that I watched the clip, and he goes, he remembers that he was Will Smith's pal. The actor was never his friend. He goes, so he was just. Uh, but he goes, he was Will Smith's pal, but the actor was never his friend. He added the actor was not able to please Jada, as he claims the Matrix actress was used to something the size of a baby leg, and Will came in with a pinky toe kind of penis. 
So I don't even know a this. baby leg. So this is what he's doing. He goes, he's doing this interview, and he goes, "Well, Jada Jada Pinkett Smith is really used to uh, uh, having a big dick, yeah. and Will Smith has a small dick, and that was the crux of a lot of their problems." But yeah, see, part of the, like going back to the um, they're trying to crush him is like this guy sounds like some just nut. So like, why are they just like spreading this all? Some nut for is just like, yeah, I fucking I know all this stuff about what's and then all the media is like, yeah, let's run with this. But I'm saying if this happened two years ago, I feel like this guy would be taken. This guy wouldn't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I, I, this guy would be going on his media tour, and they'd sh- throw him away. Yeah, they'd be like cease and desist, all this stuff. We're gonna sue your ass. Like no fucking TMZs. Like we're not posting this nonsense. And then now that's what I'm saying. Everybody's like going after him. Yeah. So she's saying they say she's itch, itching for that baby leg. She wants a baby leg. I won't that baby, 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 baby. And then they go. She he goes. When you start working with Will Smith, they make you go to rehab, even though you're not addicted to drugs or anything. And it's like so they can have something on you, I guess. So he's saying. He, which I don't even think it's totally impossible that the Smiths and have all this weird stuff going on. I, th- I know he's connected to Scientology, yeah, and obviously d- dark Hollywood shit. But something switched where they are off of him right now. But this is what he says: Brother Bilal further claims he walked in on Will Smith, and what happened was he essentially said. He was looking for Will Smith. He goes, I'm looking for him everywhere, and I couldn't find him. And then I go into this room, and it was Will Smith on a couch. Uh, He was bent over, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him, murdering him. It was murder in there. Like, Good God! I, I obviously the story seems so crazy though. Where Will Smith is late for set and no one knows where he is, and he's in his dressing room, unlocked getting, door, unlocked, getting too. pounded, he's getting pounded. This sounds like the guy with Obama. This is giving me this. Remember the guy who had a Tucker Carlson? Of course. He goes, yeah, he goes like blue Obama or something, and you're like, yeah, he did meth, and you go, I don't know. Well, this guy. He's on all the platforms. Everyone's writing about it. Yeah. And these are people I know on a small scale. All of these like Hollywood managers have the ability to make a phone call to TMZ and make stuff disappear. For sure. Or and get their side of the story written, discrediting people. Yeah. Like shit like this. This is the people that are like in charge of misinformation to some degree, right? Mm. So everything's misinformation to them. But all this, you know, some random guy coming in saying like one of the most beloved guys in Hollywood who's, you know, one of the mayors almost, you yeah. might say. He's they're allowed the biggest to biggest movie star in the one of the biggest movie stars in the fucking planet. And they're just letting people run willy nilly stories about how he's banging dudes in his hotel. Not he's not even doing the banging. He's not even doing he's the, the banging. Power bottom. <laughs> Fellas, Lucy makes tobacco-free nicotine for people to focus better, think deeper, chill out smoother, can inspire creativity. They got 100% pure tobacco-free nicotine. You'll never find tobacco in any of the products. Me personally, I was on the vapes for a little bit. I got off the stuff completely. Mm-hmm. It's not in my life. It's just something that I used to know. <laughs> God, can't do it. They got cinnamon, mint, mango, wintergreen, pomegranate, apple, ice, espresso. Lucy, superior to any of the pouches that I personally have tried. They don't leave your mouth dry. They got flavors that are long lasting. They got the perfect balance of nicotine and flavor. So whether you use nicotine to focus better, get a boost in energy, or to chill and relax, Lucy is made for your nicotine routine. If you want to try Lucy's tobacco-free breakers, pouches, or gums, go to lucy.co 
slash boyscast. Use the code boyscast. 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That is L-U-C-Y dot C-O. And use the code boyscast for 20% off and also always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And this holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You're going to save time. You're going to eat well. And stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. They've got great meals. I personally been on Factor for I guess it'd be almost six months now. Yeah, I got a I got a re up a few days ago. Actually, I've been smashing them. Really I've been them. also smashing them. Really you won't catch them. me turning back. And I'm yeah, on the Protein Plus plan, my friend. So you can choose different plans. Me personally, trying to get that protein, dude. Yeah. If you're too busy with the holiday plans to cook, but you want to make sure you're eating well with Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning up. You know that I'm skipping the cleaning up. Yeah. We're still getting the flavor and nutrition equality you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you got to do is heat up and enjoy. And this is the thing. They got a whole bunch of different ones. So you can go from keto, calorie smart, vegan plus, veggie, protein plus, prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. Each meal, all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting the goals. If you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to the vegan plus veggie meals each week. Head to factormeals.com slash boyscast50. Use the code boyscast50 to get 50% off. That is code boyscast50 at factormeals.com slash boyscast50 to get 50% off. I'm telling you, this stuff, there is so much uh, going on right now that it does really... like not um what's the best way to describe it like do you know what people say there's some people go the earth is flat or some people will say like i you know i don't believe in evolution you might say Mm -hmm. and they go well do you believe in evolution and there is this part where you're kind of like what do you what what does believe in it mean Mm -hmm. like the only thing you can really do is you're kind of like I mean, obviously, I don't know. Yeah, you're like someone told me that. The only thing you have is you're like you go, I trust the science community. I guess that's. But what now I. But now you know for a fact that like everyone's lying all the time, oh, everyone's right? Lying all the time, so yeah. you go. The only thing you have is you go. Okay, well, this guy might not know, but he doesn't seem to be lying. So maybe I trust. So uh, when you ask someone like, "Do you believe in evolution?" Like all you're really saying is like. Do you trust the guy who told you that? Yeah, for sure. Like, and you can't trust anybody anymore. That's the whole thing. Nobody's trustworthy really anymore. But that is the recipe. And that's what I was saying, though. I feel like the, if you say what's the recipe to make people go crazy, yeah. it's like remove their sort of like basis for reality, right? Yeah. Well, that's like you ever see that famous video of the Russian guy, Yuri Bezmenov? I'm sure lots of people listening to this have seen it. But like he worked for the KGB and then he like defected to... Uh, America and Canada actually and then uh, but he gave this interview in like the 80s um, about how like the KGB does this and it's like it's called like they do this like it's a 20 year period called like the demoralization phase where they basically you can't trust anything and everybody just gets so demoralized because what kind of stuff do they do in the KGB it's like he 
it's all just like these information war stuff where essentially it's similar where you just you can't trust anything and all this conflicting stuff comes out and you just get to the point where you're like i don't know who to trust i don't know what to think i don't, I don't know, know what, what to believe. think i don't know what to believe like is evolution real you, you're like i don't know Yeah, you go like i don't know like because the problem is is someone who scientifically i did respect got caught doing something like that i now know is a lie and then you're like okay well you just you just like kind of lose faith in well the earth is flat people you go they would go oh what is this earth and flat and i go I mean, maybe it, uh, it probably doesn't make sense that it is, but he go, I know that you lie about stuff. Yeah. You're, yeah. Like you're exactly. And that's a lot of how it is. Well, they go, well, you know, they've lied about other things. Why couldn't they lie about this? Then you then, kind of look at who has incentive to it's, lie. It's all just, the, and then you just, it's more like, you're not like, oh, the earth is flat. It's more just like doubt creeps in. Of everything. Of everything. You go, well, we, you go, it's, it starts to feel like, you know, when people say you're in a simulation, it does. It's like it, all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then now, I don't know if you've seen the AI uh, scams that are going on. Like people are, I mean, it always starts with old people getting rocked. Yeah, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. So right now they're doing, they call someone's son, for example. Mm -hmm. They'd call you and then it, like be like a telemarketer, get your voice, replicate your voice. Then they'd call your mom and be like, hey, it's me, Danny. And I, I got in like this DUI yeah, and I, I, I needed like someone to give me like a bond or whatever. And I killed someone. Someone in the DUI, if you could send eight thousand dollars, yeah. I need it. Then the parents send the eight thousand dollars, and then so all this oh, sort of sure. shit's happening. And then you go, it's. It, I would say it's peak. As long as I've been alive, it's peak. Uh, people are really you kind of, and then you just that's a um, you know when someone's like a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like what breaks them a lot of times. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. there's something else going on, but like uh. that's the kind of thing you go. There is enough things where you go, well, I can't trust this guy. I can't trust this guy. You can't trust this guy. You go, can I even trust my own fucking mom? Okay. I guess that's the KGB uh, thing. You yeah, can't I even guess. trust your own family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. But th this is more just like, you know, anything you turn on TV, you go, you hear something, you go, I, I just I can't trust this. And, you know, especially we have like this, you know, multiple wars going on and they're the most recent one. And you're just like, everyone's lying. They say something, everything. you go, yeah, everybody's lying. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, they say this. Like, you know, and then they'll, someone will quote something, you go, well, I don't trust that source. And even if it could be like, Maybe a, vi a video plausible. in front of your eyes. You go, here's like a video of something happens. You go, yeah, but the source who's posting. Yeah, I know this. you're lying. But you're, yeah, that's the thing is you go, but like, you, someone will be like, here's a video of something that happened. And you go, well, the source posting this, I don't trust. So yeah, even I, if it's a video of something. No, for a fact, you're a liar. Yeah, I know. So then you go, I don't even believe this video. And you go, but it's just a video. And you go, but I don't believe it because I don't believe you. And you go, okay. <laughs> no, right? So I don't know if you saw like the Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi thing, the guy that uh, went and yeah, the, the the people guy. were saying it was gay sex. And then, uh, yeah. well, that's for example, theirs came out. And then now all of a sudden uh, they that guy comes out and he was just like, I got radicalized by Gamergate. And it was like, <laughs> it was very exactly what yeah. they would want. Mm. And you're kind of like, what actually happened here? Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, you're like, maybe. But again, he said James Lindsay got him hyped up. By oh, the really? Way. Oh, this guy was going hard. I haven't heard this. A lot when of it. this come out? Buddy. I haven't seen any of this stuff with the Paul Pelosi guy. My friend, this guy, uh, the man who attacked Paul Pelosi said he was radicalized by Gamergate. Oh. And a big part of it was James Lindsay. And he was like, because James Lindsay is basically saying that I didn't even think Nancy Pelosi would be like the figurehead for this. But essentially the story that we're getting fed yeah is that this guy was listening to james Lindsay and he goes they're all like trying to turn uh high schools into grooming dens oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for pedophiles yeah, yeah, so yeah. i went to i went to confront nancy pelosi about it but then only paul was there gotcha so it's like it doesn't really explain why gonna, you hit him in the head though but well, he was gonna hit her in the head 
Who was going to hit? Oh, you know, he yeah, said he was going to. No, hit no, he him. said he wanted to interrogate her. Is what the story they're going. With. Oh, okay. Story well, doesn't kind of make that much sense. But here's but. another element too, though, is when you're in like a tr- you know uh, legal proceeding, like you kind of will come up with the story that you best think will serve you. So you think forward. there's a possible that he's coming up with this story? Well, his lawyers are probably like, look, if you just say that you went and assaulted Paul Pelosi with a hammer for no reason, they're like, they're going to send you away for a long time. If we concoct some sort of like, we blame it on Trump blame, somehow. Yeah, we blame it on like the you know whatever and it's not like your total fault you're the victim maybe now you're the victim and maybe you'll get some sympathy so there's so. something to be said about that so it might it, not be true at all it's funny that they picked james Lindsay as the guy though she's like a funny guy to be your number one radicalizer yeah not like libs of tiktok or something <laughs> well you do that's what happens though you get it it's uh there's too many things that don't make sense and then then you like before you know it it's like oh my grandmother died and you're like vaxxed yeah, like, yeah you know what course. i mean that's every anytime any person dies now is just like <laughs> on twitter like a thousand comments just like vexed <laughs> yeah yeah give me my car 99 <laughs> so anyways i'll just say there's a lot of you gotta you gotta really have your eyes open being like yeah. every, every everyone's kind of like what are you fucking up to there pal yeah what are you doing it's gonna make a lot of people just totally check out they're going, i'm just ch- totally i don't even want to well that's the smart move you hope i think the smart people unless that's what they want well, well I, unless they that they're doing this because they want you to check out so that they can go back to just do whatever the fuck they do with like you think that's interrogating so, them on mm, it. That's an okay theory. So yeah. a lot of why that they're trying to they're making it so confusing that the only option is to check out or go crazy. Yeah, so you just check out and then they go, okay, now we can go back to doing all our evil shit because nobody's gonna bug us about it. No one's bugging us because they don't know what the hell. Yeah, they, they don't know what, and they just gave up. They go, just throw your hands up in the air, and go, ah, fuck it. No, it's like they essentially, uh, you know, before someone hits a pinata, they like spin them around a bunch of. Mm-hmm. Times. Mm-hmm. They they spin you around a bunch of times before they go hit their pinata, which is Palestine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no candy coming out of that thing. Okay, well, one weird one, but the basically the Vatican uh, says that transgender people can be baptized and become godparents, and some yeah. people aren't super stoked about it. No, but the the funny part is that the Pope. Uh, he said transgender people can be baptized, but he still says that homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered. Yeah. And I was just like, and he's like, listen, anything's good to go. None of this gay shit still. But it's so weird because... You can they, do the gay shit. I was in Italy when they, when they the Catholic Church was straight up like, yeah, you know what? We're accepting gay people now. No, he's pretty... Pro- he's the progressive pub. Like, he's... Yeah. I'm telling but you. But people were like not happy about it. Like, they were like, what? Well, it's pandering to the wrong group. Like, you're not... I don't even know what's pandering. I mean, obviously, they're just like, you know, we want to be inclusive. And then I think there is some real element. It's like the military where they're just like, look, our our numbers are down. You know, they're like, we're just we need to, like, find new avenues for new people because they're just like our straight up recruitments. Well, that's what a lot of people have been saying, that it kind of looks like there is going to be a war because uh, the new military ads are actually trying to get people to join, not just like make some point. Yeah. yeah. I actually have the thing. I'll show you. uh, There was a. U.S. Army's anti-woke ads spark speculation, and it's very be the best you can be, and it's a guy jumping out of a plane, and they're just like, this is the... Yeah, yeah. and it's all white guys, except for, like, two people. Yeah, well, there was still, like, diversity. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not only... Because there is a lot of, like, black guys that join the military, I would No, 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 I know, but I'm saying this ad specifically, that's why everybody was like, because this ad, everybody goes, wait, like, there were two Hmm. non-white guys. I Maybe the one I saw was different, because the one I saw, it wasn't that it was only white guys, it was just like... Oh, it was a This was not, like, hey, come be a queer here. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) It was kind of like, listen, all that gay shit that's going on, 
that's not us. I'm telling you right here, it's the boys. It's the boys. Like, and they have a guy jumping out of the airplane and they're just like, noise. Yeah. <laughs> but what yeah. people were saying, when you see that, they go, okay, so all of this other sh- pandering shit was like, and they- Well, they're saying it's propaganda, essentially. They go, this is like just gearing us up for war propaganda. Uh, yes, but I think the point was more uh, that this probably means that yeah, yeah. you go- if they're actually trying to recruit now, uh-huh. that means like, that, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that means they probably they, know like, hey, boys, we got to cut this other shit, bullshit shit's out. To go down, yeah, yeah shit's, it was a shit's about to go down sort of thing where you go, if you look around and they go, if it's the same thing in Silicon Valley. It's like, as soon as they start losing money, it was like, okay, all this shit's yeah, done. Yeah, 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 shit's done. Okay, yeah, the yeah. slide's over. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. we're not. Well, they the, were kind, having... the kind bars are done. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah, the cereal bars over. Well, that's the kind. The kind bars for Silicon Valley is like the trans ads for the military. It's like you know, okay, I know the, some of these wacky employees like to have their trans ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But it's like once, once our numbers. Like, we are do done. actually have recruitment targets though to like keep a certain amount of people, soldiers in the military. Yeah, they, they've just been missing them every year. Well, and obviously they were the the like, hey, come to the military. We let you cut your dick off. Wasn't working that good, right? We'll pay for your <laughs> yeah, dick we'll cutting. Pay for it and <laughs> still they go yeah there's actually not that many people who really want to get their dick cut off and be in the military now that, that was the yeah that military ad wasn't working that much where there's like a bunch of guys lined up and a guy comes with scissors and snip fucking locks just off boy, all yeah, the bolt, hogs just bolt cutters like he's opening like a storage fucking locker and then it just says u.s military yeah. <laughs> we're mad chill with whatever yeah, dude chill dog we're not your we're not your grandfather's military no, you know what i mean no so those weren't working i thought it was funny this article the way that they they uh sort of contextualize it they go um conservative uh, activists previously expressed anger at what they perceived to be insufficiently macho army recruitment advertisings, including the featured uh, Emma something who talked about how she was raised by two moms and had a had marched for equity. Right? Yeah. And it was like, there's a little bit of that, but it's like, it's the same mistake that they always say, where it's like the same as Marvels, where they go, people are just toxic. It was like, it's not that they were. Everyone was just mad that they were doing that it was like they know that you're up to something mm. it was like what do, what do you fuck like they're just like oh they were mad that it happened to have two things it's like well no they know that they, people don't like that yeah. you have some weird agenda that you're pushing on i mean people. i think a huge part of the whole agenda because I've, I've thought about this a lot with like all the diversity shit is so much of it is so many people who are like in these positions to like make these decisions got caught so flat-footed and things changed so fast where they're all just like oh we have to overcorrect so hard because I want to like keep my job and see like I'm the good guy like you know like all these casting agents like the Marvel things you're like you were the casting agents before who were fucking up right like you're, you're the, the one guy. you're the same guy who is like only casting white people and then the tides shifted and you're like oh shit like I'm in a lot of trouble unless I balance this all out super fast and then they're like now wanting to be patted on the back but you're like you're the one who's fucking up to begin with <laughs> oh, yeah like you were the problem and then you just got called out on it so then you just like Overcorrected or there so wasn't a problem, but I know. Or there wasn't a problem, or whatever. That's fine too. But I'm saying they're the same people who are like, you know, they're overcorrecting because they're acknowledging that there was a problem. But then you're like, well, the, but it was you. There's so many people as that. You know, you're like, it was your fault. Well, that's why like how many those. comedians are the ones tons like on the ju- front lines that they're the ones that did blackface or whatever. Or whatever, or like tons of, yeah, exactly. Or like tons of like workplaces who are like doing these diversity things and you're like, and then the HR people are like patting them. But you're like, but it was you did this. There was that guy that uh, in the BLM thing, he was like, he was, it was doing like a Robin D'Angelo and he was talking how white people are all racist and he was saying, uh, 
uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like a famous uh, actor guy. And he was just like, I grew up in Philadelphia and I didn't have a single black friend. And that's, you know, in how, Philadelphia. Yeah. And that's what the thing people were like, yeah, well, I didn't like grow up like that. I, you know, and that's yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, you have to, <laughs> you have to go out of your yeah, way. Yeah, you have to actively avoid black people if, <laughs> yeah. to not have a black friend. So then he was there. kind of like, and everyone's like me, and that's why we all need to change. And you're just like, it seems like you're you were just a fucking. And it was not what because he's racist. It was because he was a a nerdy fucking white yeah. drama kid. And it was like, yeah, you weren't probably interested in hanging out with black people because black people don't do that shit. And also, they weren't that into hanging out with you. Yes, exactly. Because they were like the cool kids, probably you there yeah but it is yeah it is just like funny but there is good news jezebel shuts down well it's good news for some that is for us well bad news we don't really use our articles very much but, but here's the thing if jezebel shuts down who's going to be in charge of getting people deplatformed who's going to be in charge no it's i guess those people can kind of just do it on their own I guess they're all going to be like, they I have to go we're, all, we're all indie journalists. They have to go now freelance canceling. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's, it'll just go back to being a hobby. You well, there's know? a Nazi epidemic coming out, and yeah. these people are just closed, shutting down shop. Shutting down Jezebel. Yeah, just like that. It's just done. Rip Jezebel. I was hanging out with one of my buddies that uh, um, works in media, and it is funny, some of these companies too, because it's like, the, probably the biggest problem, and this happens in like campaigns too, but when you have like a, a, a super like eat the rich attitude, mm-hmm. it's like, lo and behold, those people are like, don't want to work that hard. Of course. <laughs> but it's like, you have, a, you have all these people that are just like, take down the ridge, all that sort of shit. And then your boss comes in and they're just like, well, this billionaire is telling me what to do. And the guy's like, dude, our company's going under. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're like, you're going to be out of work. I'm losing money on this company. And they're like, oh, the fucking billionaire wants <laughs> us to work. Like, why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm quiet quitting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you got the whole staff's like, quiet quitting. Because <laughs> yeah. okay. if your attitude is like, you know, everyone that's like a runs a company's evil sort of thing, you yeah. know what I mean? And then they're the first person or people who are like the thing closes down and they're like, journalism is under attack right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we all got laid off. Who's going to do this journalism? And you're kind of like, well, you refuse to do more articles or whatever. Dude, honestly, like, very, like, most of the journalism at this point is just like some guy on Twitter who just, with his phone at this point, like, just going. It does feel like it. That's like most of actual journalism right now is just some person on Twitter who's well, no, journalists are curators. They essentially curate like what videos went viral. But they from shouldn't be. That's not what the definition of it is. Like CNN, like or whatever Fox, or like they should be doing journalism, like where it's just like difficult and. But it's hard because I guess there is something to be said about like and some of them well, are. They, how do they happen to be in the right spot at the right time? It's like they get. Well, no, it's just like, it's like the guy who gets the picture of Superman, you know. <laughs> well, no, there's a, there's this guy in uh, New York City who I follow on tw- Twitter. His name's like uh, Viral New York News or something, and he just like is on Twitter. Like he probably has like a police scanner, and they go what? something's going on, and then he like runs over there. And so, and then he just films it all and he posts it on Twitter. Whereas, like, and it's a lot of the shit you've, like, people have seen in New York. So, at, at Jezebel, they would probably have something like that and they'd have the police scanner and they go, oh my God, there's a crime over there. And they go, fucking pigs. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, cops are enforcing more crimes. Yeah, and you go, that gives me an idea for a story. Yeah, exactly. About how <laughs> there's too much, too much enforcement of crime and we need to defund the police. <laughs> something, something like that. Or they listen over the radio and hopefully, like, hears a cop say something like sexist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. accidentally says something sexist. He goes, <laughs> like, like, there's, uh, we need uh, someone over two cars. And he goes, thanks, Toots. He goes, did you hear what you just said? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're listening yeah. for. 
Well, I guess you're sort of right, though, that it is mostly just people online, which is probably good. I yeah, guess, it's good. It's just like a, a, literally what I want is if something happens, I just want someone who happened to be there to just pull out his phone and record it and then i'll decide what's going on i guess the guy who runs the company um basically they were in talks with a bunch of different buyers and because a lot of these companies when they go under they uh they just keep getting bought and sold and repackaged and then one pl- one one big thing owns nine and then there's like you know a lot of these big blogs you're just like one per one company owns like 45 of them or whatever yeah, right yeah but um they were <laughs> they, they couldn't find anyone to buy enough but it's like it's just like the idea of the guy who works at jezebel going and he was like talking to buzzfeed or whatever and it's like how much are you looking for like ah oh, like a million kajillion probably like they probably <laughs> yeah, just overvalue they have overvalued themselves so much probably like, you make it what are the revenues like and he's like revenues oh sorry what was that word what, what is that i don't uh, is that a journalistic term i'm not clear he went full of, i'll tell you what they're worth a fucking bucket of tape. You got, I'll tell you what you guys are worth over there. You're Someone worth- will probably try and... I, I don't know, but you can't really rebrand that because that just became fashionable for like the rah-rah... I don't think Chick you can stuff. do much of rebranding, yeah. And like, what are you going to go back to? Like, just like a feminism thing? Uh, well, the guys that fire everyone, too, they have to act like they're so empathetic about it. So he goes, a few decisions over the course of my career have been excruciating, and I want to know, I want to make this clear. This is in no way a reflection of the Jezebel editorial team. This is what they're sort of saying when they fire everyone. But the guy, the guy just he's has to keep going to Jezebel and making these speeches, being like, there's nothing more brave than what we are doing. You're gone. And honestly, <laughs> the, we have a mission and we are accomplishing it. And what you have all done here, you two gone. And <laughs> this is just the hardest thing. You are so valued. You're gone. And so they have to just keep firing everyone, but they have to be like, my heart wrenches. Oh, of course. I mean, I'm sure some of them are, I don't know. They're probably like the guys who work there are kind of pussies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the kind of stuff that uh, they're doing, by the way. Uh, So Billie Eilish uh, says men don't face criticisms about their bodies because girls are nice. Yeah. See, they're out here printing false stuff about Will Smith having sex. And then she says... uh, men don't get criticized about their bodies. And it's like, I think everyone in the world can accept that that's not true right now. Yeah, I mean, Jonah Hill is a perfect example. Jonah Hill got murdered. He just stink about it. How many many things uh, where girls say that uh, dudes are fucking. They don't have enough money. They're not fucking. Uh, they're they're too short. They're fucking. Uh, I mean, the hot big enough. I have a million things. Yeah, it's uh, it's patently untrue. And then there's more things they probably said about you. <laughs> <laughs> patently untrue. Um, what are some yeah. of the other things people said about you, bastards? But <laughs> it's just so funny nowadays. And you go, okay, if you're like a girl that puts on like 300 pounds, it's like. We all know that that gets celebrated. Yeah. It's like, yeah, people have fought back against the narrative. I mean, like, you could, you could get hired as a model. Jonah Hill got sprayed, dude. Dude, they kill him. Yeah, when he puts on weight again, he gets fucking hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Even when he's skinny, they go, he looks weird as a skinny person. Like, they're, they're getting him from all angles. Yeah, it's like, yes, if you're really famous, people are going to criticize the way you look. And if it's like, if you really don't want it, your looks criticized, it's like, yes, probably don't enter the, don't enter politics or public life. Yeah. But you don't, by the way, you don't have to do. No, no. Like, you, there's a lot of, like, you know, Billie Eilish or whatever, like she could just be like a songwriter behind the scenes that exists and you don't have to. Well, I know lots of people. And one of the reasons is they're like, I don't want to fucking be scrutinized like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you could say it's good or bad, but it's like, it ain't one way. No, no, for sure. I mean, again, I don't know. She's probably just 
like she gets a bunch of she bunch of hate on herself and she goes ah oh, well i must be the only person getting hate and i'm a woman so therefore only women get hate. yeah everyone's it's, it's, it is a very like on the center of the universe yeah, attitude. but also you know that uh, you go even if you know it's not true you go all these blogs will post if i say this all the blogs yeah, will post it like it's ones, true bro. and they'll back me up yeah but i wanted to say so the blogs have sort of been the breeding ground for a lot of like mental ideas, mm-hmm. obviously. In colleges and universities. Well, actually, so you're you got there before I was going to say it because my point was, I maybe I was a little off on that because people always say the colleges and the blogs and the Hollywood and all that sort of stuff, but I think it really is the university professors that is the breeding ground for all of it. Well, I mean, most bloggers are they went to university, got some like useless degree, and then they now have to like find something to do with it no but a lot of the wacky ideas started as like a phd thesis oh that yeah yeah That's oh yeah, kind yeah. Of what I was saying. for sure there's all like a people when you pay people to just think they're gonna think up some <laughs> wacky <laughs> shit yeah, like, i guess that's gonna you know just like not even like just think theoretically sure. about not like you know engineering or anything it's like just about so there's a university professor and he's a princeton guy right Peter Singer, and he sparked backlash after urging followers yeah, <laughs> to read and ponder thought-provoking article about bestiality, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Which always uh, is a surprise every time I read it that it's spelled bestiality. Yeah. Which means whoever met it <laughs> didn't call it worstiality. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't even know that. I, I've, I did a video about it, so I am always uh, spelt it wrong, and people would be like, you spelt it wrong, and I'm like, what? Yeah. They go, it's I best. It was, I go, I actually don't think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought it was beast. You, maybe it was best to you. It's the worst to me. <laughs> but this is, it's, you actually, the what you just said is like such the nail on the head, because it's like you just get... They're, they go think about this like little issue for hundreds of years yeah. and it brings you to wacky places and the reason is I think a lot of times because they're building on other wacky ideas where this guy is basically making an argument for why it's good right well, he's essentially I think from what I understand what he's saying is he goes well you're like murdering and eating them so is like is fucking them that much worse but and so but you go there's a link in your chain that like their their belief system is built on so many faulty blocks yeah that it's hard to even like start to be you go you have to you have to change their whole frame of reference of everything to like point out where you're going wrong because you're like with that i mean it's pretty obvious the same thing as abortion people always have the argument to go well it, uh, you know, let's say we pick seven months or whatever, right? Or uh-huh. age of consent. It's 17 here and 18 here, right? And you go, well, you could ma- then you can make some argument where if you want to really go into it, you go, well, how is it a baby here and not here? It's like, why would 17 be here? And, and then a date, what about one day earlier? How was that any different? And you go, yeah, because this, yes, obviously society just needs to like pick some spots, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you just have to, pick, everybody agrees on a spot. And, yes, know. and it was like, so if you're, if but like, if you go 18 is the age of consent, right? For a guy to go make some big long argument about like, what about 17 and 259 days, or 353 days? What's, why is that not okay? And you're like, well, we picked a spot. Yeah, we picked a spot, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, so like, like, and that is like, literally the answer is that simple, that society needs to have like some spots or otherwise, what are we doing, pal? Yeah, 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 for sure. And I mean, that's just... <laughs> and you go, so when you have sex with animals, he goes, his argument is like, well, here's the thing we do that's worse. So yeah. that's why this is better. And you go, well, 
yeah, maybe you go, if you create a scenario where you go, hey, listen, how about this? What if I brought a dog to my house and I had a dog and I punched it every day? Would that not be worse than having sex with it? And then after I had sex with it, I cared for it and I made sure that it wasn't hurting. My dick's also small. And you go, <laughs> I guess you could, you could make that argument about a lot of different crimes where you go, okay, what about, uh, I could picture of a scenario where, uh, I held someone hostage, but they had the best life of all time. Whereas another one is I got in a bar fight with a guy and I broke his arm and now he's in a wheelchair forever and he can't, you yeah, know, yeah, and you yeah. go, so how is the, the bar fight where this guy only got a small manslaughter charge better than this guy who was living lavishly sure. locked in my basement? And you go, yeah, I guess you're right. Like if you were God judging yeah. those two, you might say I, one's I guess like for him, he goes like, I guess maybe his purpose is he's like a vegetarian. So he's like going to make people <laughs> like, I hope this doesn't blow up in his face and everybody's <laughs> like, you know what? You're right, actually. If we're eating animals, why aren't we fucking them? This guy's right. He's like, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. He, it is what because, he means, Because like, I was trying to get you to not eat the animals. I don't want you to fuck them. I think you're off on this because people basically uh, said to him, too, that he kind of posted this other one that went viral on his site again. And then he was kind of like, you know, this is just something I was thinking about. And everyone's like, yeah, except every four years you publish like a huge thing about this. <laughs> so it's like if people went back and it's like it's kind of been his main cardinal issue for 20 years. You've been pushing this. I wonder if he has pets. <laughs> like I wonder if his Instagram is just him and like six like labs. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Peter Singer, 77. He's still pushing it. He's still pushing it. That's, that's going to be his life's work as should we fuck dogs? He argues that animals can consent to sex with humans by giving indications. <laughs> you know it's like taking a logical argument for that like you're trying there's like faulty blocks in there somewhere because yes everything in society that becomes like a cultural norm doesn't all it doesn't all fit together perfectly yeah. because it's a compromise between a lot of people's different beliefs. I mean, I understand beliefs, what right? he's saying where he goes, well, this thing is objectively worse, killing the animal. So then he's like, why not this? Well, I'll tell you the reason is because it's a compromise, right? Yeah. So one of them might be like, you know, for example, there's, there's a... You might have conservatives think one thing and liberals think one thing, right? And there's a little bit of a, some for you, some for us. And you go, well, yeah, but so, other, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would look at the laws and be like, yeah, I think some people might say financial crimes is like the worst thing you could do for is sure. like rob an old lady from her, all her money. And some people would say that, you know, uh, that uh, hitting a woman's the worst thing that you could do. Yeah. So there's different people that might have different things. And you go, well, yeah, and we take everyone's sort of opinions. And that's what like you live in a democratic society and you sort of end up with uh, laws, right? Yeah. So you go, you can't look at them all at one thing, right? Mm -hmm. But this guy, when you try to like poke holes in, and as soon as you do that, you go, well, what are you actually up to? And it's like, I think a part of it is that you just got, sit you're sitting there thinking too much. Yeah. You're I trying to intellectualize something. And yeah. the other part is like, maybe a little bit you want to fuck kids <laughs> or fuck dogs. <laughs> maybe. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I hope I hope that's not what he's doing. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's got a lot of time on his hands to just think about. There's sort of a whole community. Does he have like? Them. You think he has a hierarchy of like what's like? He goes, you know, he's like, you know, you know, you can like any animal or whatever. I mean, there is societies where probably it's like not that. I mean, there are probably societies in the world where it wasn't that crazy for a dude to go like bang one of the goats when well, he was isn't 13. There, yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, isn't there like in even in Tijuana now where there's a whole thing where chicks get uh, fucked by like a donkey or something? I don't think they like it though. I think that's like porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's disgusting. Danny putting on his wig and taking a trip <laughs> to Tijuana. <laughs> 
I'm a buxom woman who's just looking to get <laughs> fucked by a donkey. Hi. <laughs> Hello. My name is Nancy Molishuk. <laughs> you can call me Nan. <laughs> I'd like to be fucked by your biggest donkey, please. Uh, what's your name? Fran Molishuk. <laughs> I'm here for my sex session. This guy must be the biggest bummer at his college. Like everybody's just like, <laughs> he's the guy who he's the prof. His doors always open, and everybody's like, literally like when he's not looking is when they walk by. You know, they're like, kind of like you don't want to get caught with that. You don't want to get caught. That guy is gonna punish you. Like he's one of those guys that just be like, you'd walk by his office, and or if you were in the, working in the same office, you go, oh yeah. Mm. Oh, of course. And so then what, you go, what are you working on? No, then he, he was, he's like baiting you into being like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? He goes, he's just, he works. He goes, ah. and he's making the noise. Oh, you know, ah. yes, 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 yes. And then you go, what is it, Peter? <laughs> and he goes, you can fuck him. Yeah, he goes, so I'm working on a list of the most to least fuckable animals. <laughs> Currently on the bottom, I have fish. <laughs> and the most important thing is that I've figured out that it's actually morally permissible. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to eat them. That's what I've been doing a kind of a joke on stage talking about it's almost because most gynos are like females now. Like if you, you if, after you finish your seven years of medical school and then you do the, you pick your body part. Yeah. Like if you want to be like the pussy doctor now, like as a dude, you got to like, you got to really want it. Yeah. Because it's almost like abnormal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know how these guys, works. if you're going to be the, you go, if you're going to be the guy that dedicates all his research to um, proving the morality of bestiality, <laughs> you got to really It's crazy. He's been it. on this forever too. Like this. <laughs> That's just, the yeah, funny part. Like, they're like, you're still talking about this? <laughs> well, he's going back to his like dean or whatever, yeah. the head of the department. He's like, I have another idea. He goes, let me guess, bestiality. He goes, okay, well, this one's different though. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be like a movie where it's like it's the year uh, 3040 and everybody's fucking animals and they have to come back to now in a time machine to kill this guy. <laughs> 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 animals gain consciousness they become sentient and then they like basically build a time machine to come back and kill this dude <laughs> peter, singer. <laughs> peter singer peter singer is the devil yeah peter singer is like the devil to animals <laughs> yeah well in his yeah in his perfect thing he was like they've given consent and he goes what is the consent it could be almost anything the animals just have to not move <laughs> yeah, he goes, oh, that, that right there that's uh, the consent blinking. see that you know, blinking counts. <laughs> what counts the consent? He seems to be enjoying his food. You know what animal like after a nice meal? Singer time. Singer time. And then there's another guy, his boy, Gary Francoin, which is a French name. Francion, I think it's a French name. The French guys are into some fucking zany yeah, stuff. Some wacky shit. He uh blasted Do oh no, this guy has actually not. I've got that wrong. Okay. He blasted Dr. Singer. Uh, as someone who has been supporting bestiality for decades <laughs> and accused him of parroting the controversial line for publicity. Peter, you've been arguing for decades that we need to <laughs> rethink bestiality. Here is your 2001 essay, which originated in Nerve, the NJ, uh, the New Jersey Rutgers, the university lecturer said. It was sick then, and I think it's sick now, but I appreciate that whatever keeps you in the public eye. So this guy's accusing him of like, oh, he's trying yeah, to be controversial. Just, yeah, just for the sake of it, just so people kind of talk about you. Shitty way to be. Like, it's a good way to like get out of a relationship. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just keep bringing up just the morality of BCLA. Let's just why do you some... keep bringing it up. You go, it's just what? Am I the only person who it doesn't make sense to you that we can eat it and not fuck it? Like, he's probably, on. yeah. 
Yeah, and, and it's like, so you're arguing we shouldn't eat them. Au contraire. <laughs> <laughs> I goes in a he goes in yeah, in a perfect world we wouldn't eat or fuck them but that's not going to happen we are eating them so by that logic where am I wrong yeah, tell funny. me where I'm wrong you go, oh so you arguing we, so you're arguing that we shouldn't be able to eat them no <laughs> guess again I'm arguing if we are eating them. Why not double dip, if you will? <laughs> you're already. I, if you're, I hope he has no, a goes, wife. I'm arguing if you're already eating them. <laughs> I hope he has a wife. Like his wife. What like, better oh way? My God, shut up about this. <laughs> <laughs> what better way to what? What do they call it when they uh, they they make the meat like uh, softened or whatever? Tenderize. Tenderize. <laughs> You know, you know, some people don't like to eat it, but the rectum is my favorite, favorite part of the animal. It's also, as wife's like, and also, this is a little suspicious that you took a part-time job as a farmhand when you're a university <laughs> professor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, he's not welcome at the uh, petting zoo, the shelter, anywhere, the shelter, nothing. <laughs> he just, yeah, he just sort of comes around, just sees what the talent's looking like at the animal shelter. <laughs> The, the animal shelters do not when when you you know how the the animals are all like they want someone to take them home. Yeah. They, when Peter Singer walks in, they all have to be, oh, it, it, you know, it was like a you know Lady in the Tramp like those movies where they can all talk, but then they pretend to not talk when the humans are there. So the the guy Peter Singer comes in, they go Peter Singer, and you and everyone goes rah, 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 rah. they have to all yeah. act like they're crazy, start foaming. Here, yeah. here's some fake foam. Put the foam in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want to go home with Singer, nah, man. There's nah. tales of the nah. Singer dungeon. <laughs> So, yeah, nobody's lived to tell the tale, but it's you get taken that you get taken back to Singer's house. The other animals are like, "Run, get out while you can." There's no hope for me. He's, limp he's limping around. Yeah, yeah, going to the bottom of the well. <laughs> Singer's been working on this for twenty years, man. This is this is coup de gras. He doubled down on his support for the article, explaining why he's, he is a vegan. By the way, why he's a vegan, but also seemingly pro bestiality. Yeah. It is also a good time to slip your thing in. You know, some people are Israel, Palestine. There's Ukraine, you Russia, gender politics. I always, I always like the idea of like a sketch of everyone at the, uh, like a boardroom, and everyone's like, you know, we're gonna do the fat march, and he's like, good. Everyone's like, yeah, let's do the fat march, bestiality. Oh, what? What was that well, one? Yeah, you know? anyway, yeah. Oh, I thought we we're doing some marches. Oh, just, oh wait, I thought, you we were, I thought we were inclusive. Yeah, so you get your thing, and I'm the bestiality. I'm surprised that one hasn't taken off more because in all the wacky stuff that's been going on. What, bestiality? Well, people have been sort of making arguments for uh, pedophilia, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm a I pedophile. Guess, I guess this... Like, yeah. why is there not, like, I'm a, I'm a beast? There is a couple guys, but they're well, not... This guy is trying. He's been trying yeah, for fucking decades. That's true, but most of the guys aren't in the social justice realm. There's like They're like freaks on the internet that I was like, you don't understand the dolphin loves them. Yeah, Yeah, this guy's not like a tenured professor at some, like... <laughs> Like expensive university, but I think that this is where all the stuff marinates. You know what I mean? This guy does it for twenty years. Some professor in France marinates for twenty-five years about why you know the e whiteness is evil or yeah. whatever, and then eventually it kind of seeps. And into someone the other goes stuff. to that school and they go, "Wait, this could be my job." Like, exactly. Just, like, do this as a job <laughs> is just like fucking just be like hey why can't we fuck animals i've been arguing this at parties forever you're telling me that i can get paid to talk about this professionally with benefits yeah uh please 
Fellas, it can be hard to keep a workout regimen fresh and effective. I'm traveling all over the place. I'm in different gyms. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes when I was in the Edmonton Mall, it was one of the best gyms of all time. Really? And then sometimes I'm at a Holiday Inn and they're not so not good. Not so good. It's just a room with you know, a So you got to get creative, yes. Yeah. And then also there's the gym where I live that I pop into. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you FitBot is the app. That can keep it interesting, keep you on a plan. You know, you have a regimen that keeps you on your toes. FitBot is the app that creates a personalized workout routine that adapts to you, keeps you on track. Yeah, I mean, I use it uh, several times a week. It's, uh, I mean, I've said it a million times, but it's just the best part about it is that it gives you exercises that you just wouldn't necessarily think to do. It'll be like, hey, do this little like variation of this tricep extension, yeah, or like a different variation of like a curl or like you know a seated incline like dumbbell curl like whatever like it just has all these different things so you're like normally you kind of just get in these ruts and you'll be like I'll just do the same thing over and over again but you have all these muscles that sometimes you just like the tiny ones and you just miss out on that's it's kind of like I worked out with Justin he yeah. was doing he was showing me things that it was kind of the same and then that, that's what the app does it's sort of like working out with your buddy that's yeah. actually good at working yeah, out just know all or a trainer I guess is a probably trainer, the yeah, technical term yeah, that exactly. would be used yeah. <laughs> creates custom workouts based on your goals experience available equipment and more build your fitness habits and stay consistent get 25 percent off your subscription and get three free personalized workouts when you go to fitbod.me slash boys cast that is 25 percent off and free personalized workouts at fitbod.me slash boys cast and there's some things out there they just don't mix good drinking orange juice after you brush your teeth mm. um <sighs> There might be some other ones that I can think of that are things that do not mix good. Um, Let's say going for a run after you took a shower. Oil and water. Oil and water. Yeah. Danny and a pair of breasts. Sure. Just two things that don't mix. And our bodies don't absorb CBD very well. So when you reach for oil-based CBD products, you could be absorbing as low as 6% of what's on the label and that's no good mm, that's so good next evo naturals developed a proprietary water soluble form of cbd clinically tested multiple times which has proven to work faster and absorb four times better so you can stay calmer or sleep better during this stressful time of year and that's i'm you know i'm time changing all the oh, time yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm going east coast west coast east mess. coast west coast exactly we started this early which was for me i was like waking up at 6 a.m and so when I'm going, it's trying to get to sleep earlier a lot of times. So I'm, that's why I do personally the next Stevo Naturals. I got them on my night table right now. Yep. And it's not well known, but CBD is not actually an oil. Some people don't know this, but companies will dissolve it in oil sometimes, other companies, mm-hmm. because it's a cheap and easy way to make products like tinctures and gummies. Not Next Evo Naturals. CBD only works when your body can absorb it. So Next Evo did the hard work to create a unique proprietary f- water Soluble. Water soluble. Soluble. <laughs> it gets in there. Mm-hmm. Water soluble form of CBD. Their products absorb faster and better and are more delicious with no empty aftertaste. And I will vouch for that. The yeah. products are not messing around with no, the taste. No taste. Problems. Yeah, you almost look forward to it because they taste good. Yeah. So don't waste your time with oil-based CBD that might not work. Upgrade to better natural solutions from Nextevo. Go to nextevo.com. Use the promo code BOYSCAST to get 25% off. That is 25% off at nextevo.com. Promo code BOYSCAST. <laughs> So Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens have been having a bit of a cat yeah, fight. Real. <laughs> that's what that's what Marvels was. It was two hours of real. And then I'm sorry I ran at you. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
And you know what was interesting to me is that Ben Shapiro, he lives in Florida, and the rest of them are in Nashville. Yeah. And one of the things that Candace Owens was saying when they were fighting is she was like, you know, she kind of did a, uh, she goes, you know, everyone's been noticing that Ben's been weird because they see each other every day, right? Yeah. And this is why you can't work from home. Like, literally, Ben Shapiro probably say, he goes, everyone at the office will be over there. I'll stay in my Florida. I'll see them every now and then. Mm. They're developing rapport, and they're fucking, the, the hordes are turning against mm -hmm. him. Well, although I guess he's, I watched like a little bit of her thing on Tucker Carlson and uh, she's like because she, I guess everybody thinks he's like the owner and runs it but he doesn't like he's just I didn't think that I thought he uh, owns a big part of it or, or whatever but like he it's owns just, like half of it I don't I don't know the way she explained it is she's like yeah he has some sort of whatever it's him and that Jeremy guy that owns yeah, it but he has I don't know if that's true actually it is oh okay well anyways the way she explained it was like he's just like you know he has uh, his show. No, I think probably what you're... But she's like, he's not my boss. He's not her boss, yeah, but, but he's an owner. Yeah, or whatever, but he's not her boss. Okay, I got a, yeah. I got news for you. Uh, ben Shapiro's uh, word of who goes and stays yeah, means yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But like, yes, he, he's not He would look so bad if Well, because he, he's not the CEO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not the CEO, exactly. That's, but he is uh, an owner. Yeah, 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 I guess. Well, that's like but, any, um, that's a million places, you know what I mean? Sure. But if a number, if a big shareholder starts being like, this yeah, guy, yeah, 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 you fucking, go. uh, you're He can't, though. He looked, that would just look so bad. That's point. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's in a rock and a hard place. Also, what did you think when you hired Candace Owens and you wouldn't be getting some spats? I think that they just they always thought that the Israel stuff wouldn't become the form I will say Jews are on the chopping block right now oh dude, like, I mean I, I found it the funniest thing too because when the war broke out and then like I think Jews like for at least some the, the pro Israel ones were like oh man we're gonna be the the thing like we're gonna be the new current thing. It's gonna like, be the like, Israel like, Square. All the Jews, like, like all the Jews you see, like their minds like melting, like the Rappaports, the Brett Gellman. You've been loving Rappaport. They, they were like, we're gonna be Ukraine, and then the next day you're like, no, you're Russia. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> they're like, no, we're Ukraine. You go, no, you're Russia. <laughs> Rappaport. There was a pretty funny meme where it was like uh, um, China uh, basically saying TikTok's bad. Kids are getting radicalized or whatever. Yeah, and then it, and then it was said like, "Oh, you're being crazy." And then two years later, I support Osama bin Laden and I'm trans. <laughs> Osama bin Laden's so hot right yeah, now. It is. <laughs> it's crazy. And TikTok's been deleting all the. TikTok's been deleting like all of the uh, Osama bin Laden stuff content. Well, I'll say I did. I mean, we've every probably one that we know or like kind of in our world is very aware of the idea that uh, when they were like, you hate it for our, hate us for our freedom. And you're like, well, that's not what he said. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah know what I mean? Well, David Cross had a joke about it, like in like 2000, probably five. Yeah, it's pretty like six. known thing. I, I guess it wasn't. That, no, that's people just believe the slop. I guess like that because that's what I'm like. Yeah, you, wait, you literally thought he like did this for like nobody does anything for no reason. Like nobody does. Like they don't just. There's obviously some sort of reason behind it, but it was just like I guess people's like affinity towards like they're like oh my god I'll never look at Osama bin Laden the same way again. <laughs> like the way they were kind of just like the <laughs> words they were using. You're like yeah. You're like yeah. I'm sure he. But also, you're like you eventually just want. I just didn't real. I'll tell yeah. you what I didn't realize is how much he talked about the Jews. I didn't really oh, realize yeah. that. I mean, I knew I I knew that he was kind of you know 
we want America to um, bankrupt themselves and the, you know, all these foreign wars America's on. I didn't realize the extent to which he had Israel popped in there. Well, I guess, yeah, they don't, they don't like Israel over there. They don't, I mean, like, again, Israel is, I always think about it, the, uh, if you ever see Eddie Murphy's Delirious, you know, and then he does the thing about like the family, like the black family and the white family and like poltergeist where like, like the white family goes to the house and they're like, get out. And they're like, oh, I think we should stay here or whatever. And the black family's like, we got to go or whatever. Like literally nobody wants Israel there. Like they're yeah, like, yeah, surrounded yeah. by all these people who are like, get out. And they're like, nah, we're going to stick this one out. And like, <laughs> yeah, no one wants them there nobody for sure. <laughs> the worst spot. It's like, yeah. <laughs> So Rappaport and so, but Ben Shapiro has been like, he's full all in. Yeah, of course. I know. But the other people there aren't. No. And, and like Elon Musk, uh, I don't know if you saw what he tweeted. Yeah. 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 His, uh, response to like the, whatever tweet, which is kind of basically, he was just basically like, I, I, you know, I think he was, you know, just trying to say like the anti-white stuff. He's like the anti-white stuff has been, well, he's, he's kind of saying, this is why people aren't like joining your side because like all of the big Jewish organizations were like pushing. Yeah, he's like the ADL has been like the super anti-white thing and you're like, dude, and now that fucking Did you see Jonathan Greenblatt on yeah, TV? I mean, oh my God. What the fuck? Now he's like, oh, these fucking <laughs> you libs in your safe spaces. I didn't know what I was, I thought I was having a Everything milk. is like, we're in a snow globe right now that is just getting like shaken Body. as hard as possible. When I thought Jonathan Greenblatt <laughs> go on a fucking interview and he goes, it's all about these safe spaces. I go, you're the guy who deep, personally deplatformed many people that I know. Mm -hmm. I know many people yeah. that are not, they were banned from every platform mm -hmm. because the fucking ADL put them on the hate list uh -huh. and then everyone used that hate list. And that guy, he goes, he goes, it's the fucking universities. Go, it's the oppression Olympics. He yeah, said. I, I know. He's like, God, I know. God's sad play. Like all this stuff. I go, is this a fucking FaceTime? It's insane. Does he think everyone's <laughs> has like a fucking memory of a squirrel? Yeah. Well, it's just like he's reaping what he sows. Is, is what you would say right now. Yeah, but, but you, and, just <laughs> shut up. All yeah, you should yeah. like honestly. Yeah, you're just like literally resign and put someone in charge, and then and like put yes. honestly like resign from the ADL. Put me in charge. And go, I was wrong. Yeah, put me in charge. I'll fucking write this whole shit. We'll stop. What would this. you do? Well, obviously, all the anti. Like the funniest thing. I mean, is, like we're not doing. We're, yeah, we're not uh, doing like, the no, white, white, no white people. Yeah, done. yeah, the all white people are bad <laughs> thing is not working out. I even said like I I used to do a joke about this like probably like six or seven years ago when all the diversity stuff started and I was like yeah you want to start uh punishing white people for their skin color i'm like the i'm like those are the people who like kind of invented punishing you for your skin color i'm like that's a bad idea and like that's really coming home to roost right now because people are fucking like fairly so not happy but then he said he goes what's going on right now he's like we're at the bottom basically you're like yeah with white people like he <laughs> He goes, what the hell's going on right here? He goes, we're Jews are at the bottom of the, like the pyramid or whatever. And you're like, yeah, you're with white people because that's kind of like the way you fucking work this whole system out. Is <laughs> you were pushing it? Yeah, you were pushing it, and then everybody's like, well, Jews are I guess are white, and then like I'm, there's only like a very small sliver of people who are really like Jews aren't white. I thought then, I was fucking yeah. having an aneurysm watching yeah, that. Love it, love it. I couldn't believe that. But yeah, I mean, I, literally, we've probably said this. A lot I mean, of Sasha Baron Cohen ago. did a thing today. Or what did he say yesterday? Did Sasha Baron Cohen say? Sasha Baron. So all these Jewish. Let me guess. Hold on. Let me guess what he said before you tell me. Yeah. Okay. He came out. Sasha Baron Cohen. He was as Borat. <laughs> no, not as Borat. No, no, it wasn't a public. Said, it wasn't a public thing. It was a private. 
meeting 10 comedians uh, with TikTok, essentially excoriating TikTok for like... Basically he said there's being- two genders. <laughs> Tops. No, uh, he's. they're all just like now, like TikTok's the problem. They're, they're That's what Sacha Baron Cohen said. Sacha Baron Cohen goes, you know why people don't like Jews right now? TikTok. But there is some truth to saying that the fucking, you know, the call's coming from inside the house yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sure. Like, no question. You're like, you reap what you sow. Dude, they're, they're fucking at the, like, parade, like, uh, as the ringleaders of all this stuff. Yeah. That is... So I'm having a, a hard time, not hard time, but like watching some of this stuff and I'm just like, are you fucking with me or are you just that unaware? No, they're not. Or they, I think they some are. of them no, think no, no, you're no. so stupid. No, they were, I legitimately like, I think I'm like, he just, they don't see far ahead. Like they, they don't see like how this plays out. They never thought you're like, if we do all this stuff now. But why? He's probably not a stupid guy. No. Like he's obviously but, the head of some but huge some organization. Some people are like, very sheltered. Some people do live in these like super sheltered like okay. bubbles where you're like, you don't. And then when you get a lot of hate, he probably he gets so much hate where he like, he can't even really analyze it. So it's like, it's almost one of those things where he just goes, oh, everybody hates me because I'm Jewish. And you're like, no, they're like, they hate you because of the things you're doing. And like, you don't understand that like, you know, it's this lack of individuality is there's are no individuals. They went away from like, you know, indiv- like with ADL probably was like a fairly individual, same with like the, you know, uh, ACLU, like it was very individual centered. And then they went away from this group shit or towards this group stuff. And then you're like, this is what happens. Yeah. You started ranking groups and like certain groups are like, this is not fair. But you did hit, you hit the nail on the head that you, those cannot, Jonathan Greenblatt cannot be reformed. You got to go. Yeah, you go. Like, it's like, imagine it's like, people are pretty pretty on board with that too. If you fire the guy and you go new guys in, we're doing a different thing. People are usually like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah. You go, okay, fine. Like at least you're paying attention. You're listening to us and got rid of the guy and maybe like, but they like, they could just clean house. And like if a you sports do, team, and yeah, yeah. I mean, look at Twitter. It's a completely different company just because a new guy running yeah. it. Yeah, like they could do that. They're, they won't. They could. <laughs> Why won't they? Well, I don't know who he will like. I, maybe who, they have, who does he fire? Maybe up. there's a board or something. I don't know. I mean, they get funding from somewhere, so and he might have some Epstein shit on the board. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And I mean, that's I'm sure that's one conspiracy is why he's in there. Is maybe he's. Jerusalem, po- Jerusalem, Jerusalem Post wrote an article how to use wartime stress to lose weight, and then they deleted it. Yeah, <laughs> join the IDF. <laughs> Be a soldier. They go um, fears of rockets and missiles amid Israel's war with Hamas, putting millions of Israelis at a constant state of anxiety and stress. But you can actually use this stress to lose weight and stay healthy. And they're sort of saying that when you're stressed out. <laughs> Good yeah, time to lose weight. Good time to lose weight. Yeah, don't. You're not going to eat so much. It's a winning really mentality, know. though. I actually agree yeah. with it. Just like it's yeah. like being sick. I always say that with being sick. Whenever you're sick for a week, uh-huh. it's like if you're 20 pounds overweight, it's a good time to not eat when you don't. Yeah, have for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a freebie. It's a freebie. It is a freebie. Your body, you lose muscle and your too, body's though. yeah, you lose muscle and your body's probably like fighting so hard that you kind of it's like a double freebie almost. It's a twofer. So. I feel like the kind of the thread that I've been saying is just like it is really hard to figure out what's true and what's not, and I've it's hard to even explain to people. Kind of the same thing with the the um, uh, the university professor. A lot of people that have like such worldviews, it's like there's so many faulty blocks in people's uh, things yeah. right now that a lot of times I will say with the with the true not true or true though there are so many people who are. And, you know, maybe I could even be accused of this, although I, th- I do it as a per- for like for comedy purposes. But there are so many people who purposely just post fake stuff 
on the internet that then goes viral and you're like you're like you didn't think this was true you're purposely like you're on a side and you're just posting something fake being like oh look at this fake thing or purposely I, admitting the truth like you know cutting a video a certain way and or whatever like yeah, yeah 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 but like there's a lot of stuff where like there was a lot of things where like i see a lot of jewish people posting like um uh oh look at these like um palestinians or whatever because they're they're not actually dead and then they'll post something of like uh, some video from some token like Thailand in like 2018 of some kid who was like wearing like a white like sheet and it's supposed to say like oh he was like one of the dead bodies and then he just gets up you know like that's okay. up. like and you're like but people are just posting reposting that like it's been debunked so many times and then people there are people who like whoever started that went and found this like the source of that went and found this photo and was like I'm just gonna say this is like uh fake palestinian yeah, someone at someone so, at some someone point at some did point lie. did lie and then it spreads but like someone chose to at some point and they think they're like oh well this is like a information war and i'm just helping my side but you're like that that stuff always comes home to roost you know yeah. the freebies it's the people that the, the cheaters the cheaters doesn't work out in the long run yeah with community notes especially too yeah the community notes probably helps it but the point i was making was um i was uh, uh there's like kind of Whenever I'm looking at people that are sort of like successful in life or even like good at their job, like, or uh, a lot of times it's not so much the that they're the the, the, uh, the it's a good worldview it's a lot of times like a lack of things that are holding you back and kind of you know like a car is uh has like a a p uh, like a lot of times cars can go faster but they've put a piece on yeah, there a governor or a governor yeah and a lot of times to make it go faster you just remove the governor mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people's way that they look they have all these governors on themselves and one of them i was just thinking like because, you know, people right now, when you're talking about Israel-Palestine, you're talking about, like, winning the hearts and minds or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to just be a heart and mind. Like, you ideally want to be somewhat above that. Like, yeah, being able... Be. But it's impossible to analyze it when you kind of... When you find yourself, like, in the thick of it. Yeah, the fog of war. Yeah, you, but I feel like everyone's like that for everything. And it's, like, so many... So, if you look at, like, people that are... Most people that are successful that run companies, they're sort of able to step back and look at the whole thing and see all the sides and try to analyze all the parts yeah. and i feel like a lot of people have like governors on themselves that force you to just you're just the you see yourself as just like one of the hearts and minds to be won over by everyone yeah you know what I mean? and some people are I find like, like that's the biggest difference between a lot of times people that are are great and people yeah. are at, at certain things it's hard to be objective sometimes too like some people you know people obviously have biases and stuff and they just cannot be objective about certain things just that's a governor yeah bias yeah, is a governor. A, yeah for sure that's what i'm saying but i don't i think so think about in financial sector just, just think about the most simple one to always look at these these principles is a financial sector right mm-hmm. so if you go i have biases about companies right yeah those are governors on your ability to to make money yeah for sure obviously right yeah, yeah, yeah. if you have like well i can't like this because of that and i can't like this because of that or this uh this isn't good because of that or you know what i mean i believe I mean, this but i don't believe that like yeah. all of those things the same with people it's like if you're able to like evaluate good employees based on who would be good all of your biases are governors i mean there's literally this jewish guy uh i can't remember his name is but he's like this investor dude and he's been the craziest tesla guy for like ever and then and like after elon musk like replied to that tweet he's like i'm selling my tesla all my shareholders were all selling and you're like he's like he's like elon musk is ruining tesla with this like he's tweeting and you're like i don't think so i don't think it's gonna like those are two separate i was just things. in california every person has a tesla every person has a tesla like you're gonna get a few people as like a point will yes they will turn in their teslas or whatever but you still have tesla shares 
No. Uh, but uh, wasn't that you wanted your second worst trade of all time? That was the worst one. Uh, that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tops uh, baseball up. cards was our worst it's, one. It's up there. <laughs> wasn't Tops baseball cards our worst trade? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. It was the worst in the sense that uh, more laws. Yeah, it's hard to say. It was, but um, so those that does that does that do you still think of that one? Is that the one that got away a little bit, Tesla, for you? Um, it was the one where I just didn't follow my rule for sure. It was uh, yeah. You said that rule forever that you go. I'm yeah, buying just, this I'm forever. Never I'm never selling, I'm never selling, I'm never selling it. It's hard though. It's easier said than done. Well, that's Tim Ferriss. Rule one. I don't know if it's his thing or he just said it, but it's rule one. Make your rule. Rule two. Stick to your fucking rules. Tough, man. (laughs) It's easier said than done. It's the only way for it's easy to make it easy is you just don't uh, think about it. Yeah, but sometimes it's yeah. I guess yeah. If you're just like I'm not gonna look, but the problem is is like you just get people in your ear about that shit, or you're like even if I wanted to avoid it, people are fucking. You know, it's just, it's around. But anyways. Well, that's why it's very hard. I mean, yeah. why most people aren't good at things or whatever. Like, you know, just, you know, you look at any profession and it's like, well, yeah, most people aren't going to be the top at it. No. But I, but I, my theory that I'm sort of positing is I think a lot of it is less about what you have and a lot more of it's what, about how much you can shake things that aren't helping you. Yeah. yeah for so sure. many people have so many beliefs that they hold that are like holding them back. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no question about that. But I think that people focus on the wrong way, right? Like how when you when people look at like what they have to do to be great, think about like even just like comedy is an obvious one that you can make it practical. But so many times you would go, what would make you? Um, uh, this is anything, but you go, you go, what what is? You look at people and you go, what is? Uh, what would it take to be great? Okay, oh, he does this, he does this, he goes here. But like so much of it that people don't talk about is like the i mean the what not to do but it's like removing the bad parts it's like don't fucking hang out with the groups that just like drink every night don't don't hold okay professional i'll give you a perfect example like so many comedians i know heard that bill bird doesn't write on stage and they've decided that uh, they're only writes on stage and they've decided i only write on stage yeah that is just a belief that they hold that is a governor on their ability to do great yeah and everyone has all these governors so it's like I think the best way is you have to kind of look at yourself and you well, go. There's no one size fits all. Is there any benefit? Yeah. Is this belief benefiting me or is it hurting me? Yeah, some people that's very difficult for them to be like. Well, I'm not. Most people aren't going to be good. But I'm saying to even figure out whether it's hurting or helping them because you just have well, the first you know, you step have to start is doing the super, analysis. Yeah, doing super analytical and like actually running tests, I guess. And you're like, especially for something like comedy, it's like you'd have to run it over like a long period of time, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you just got to Well, but you, you can still do the calculus. Like, there, for example, right? Someone might have a belief that um, if, like, a family member is really in need, I'm going to help them out, right? Mm-hmm. That would be a belief that maybe isn't helping you, mm-hmm. but you go, okay, but well, I'm doing the, the... It's the thing to do, yeah. Well, it, that's a, subjective, right? Uh-huh. So you go, I'm doing the calculus, and I go, yeah, this is obviously not, like, helping me necessarily, but this is a belief that I would like to hold regardless of yeah. the fact that it's taking up my time and money. Sure. So you can still have them, but just you're still being honest about, like, that, you know what y- I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this probably, but I, I, that's how I'd like to live my life. I think that's more honorable, yeah. so... Yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice... Yeah, you you know, there might be some sort of downside. But I think some people have a lot of those beliefs and they go, they don't even accept that there is some negative cost to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, well, well they'll figure it out eventually. Anyways, that's yeah. my fucking yeah, uh, yeah. lifestyle yeah. design point yeah. that I've been thinking a lot about and yeah, noticing a lot sure. about. Let's end on um, this uh, funny article. Okay. So there's this guy, Mark Johnson, Mike Johnson. Yeah. Speaker of the House. Uh, is it, speaker, is of, speaker the of the House. His name is Mike Johnson. Yeah. He said he installed a porn. He's the new Speaker of the House. That's a new guy. 
Apparently, the, someone was telling me the new guy. I think it was Anomaly. I, I, I he came to the show in Irvine. Oh, okay. He was nice. saying that the new guy is basically the same as the old guy. That's kind of how it is. I think, <laughs> well, they, he's more. He's a little more. I think he said fundament, that. Like he's like a. a, a what is the the super christians fundamentalist um, no, no not fundamentalist evangelist i think he's like one of those or whatever no but in terms of like the whole thing was th we have a guy that's actually going to get stuff done oh yeah, yeah and yeah. apparently this is kind of the same deal no they're not in the business of really getting stuff they done. are not in the business of getting stuff done no i think that's a good point that's not how it works. but it's a weird dad alert also yeah yeah he goes speaker of the house he said last year that he installed a porn monitoring software on his device so that makes sense that he's super christian uh he has a porn monitoring on his device and the belong uh and those belonging to his teenage son his son yeah because i guess his son was a big porn guy That's how does weird. he know his son's a big porn guy because <laughs> they're like that they're probably like one of those christian families where his son's like dad i have something to tell you <laughs> yeah have it and he's like I've been what watching is this? he goes what is it son he goes ha have a seat dad it's like seventh heaven remember seventh heaven <laughs> it's like literally like seventh heaven in this guy's life he goes i watched i watched a porn video dad and his his dad goes oh my god we'll get through this together oh son <laughs> why because I don't know. It's the devil. The devil's in me. The devil's in me. John Chris, when he did our podcast, he said that him and his buddy had like a porn accountability partner. It's probably this exact thing. Yeah, but this well, is what it is because you have to. This is a new app. I think he was. Oh, there was well, no this, apps when he was oh, in high school. Oh, okay. Because this app is literally like what happens is if either it sends all your search history to the <laughs> other person. <laughs> Dude, Dave, about everything. How funny is it being his son and the son's in class and his dad's at work and the son just gets like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Dad's watching a triple gangbang right now. It'd be He's funnier like, if it's, work? Yeah, it'd be funnier if it's more like because I don't think the dad was. I think it's the other way around. But if the son's like, because you get all the search. No, but I'm saying it's not. But it's like the son just gets like a text and it's like, "What does the speaker of the house do?" <laughs> he's like what? he's just like searching what disease doesn't know oh. what his own job is. <laughs> his dad's just like it no. wasn't porn. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't porn. It's just like weird shit. <laughs> Johnson said both him and his son signed up for the service that scanned all the activity on your phone or devices, your laptop, tablet. Uh, I would not want to have a fucking accountability partner, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need accountability partner. The only account person I'm accountable to is the Lord upstairs. <laughs> I have an accountability partner with Danny, and they just keep going. <laughs> Eight hours of Ben Shapiro owns X. <laughs> <laughs> really, huh? Ben Shapiro owns pro-Palestine <laughs> protester. Twelve-year-old Ben Shapiro went hard on kids. I really want him to fucking debate some people. Actually, Shapiro, because there's there's some people who are he's itching. been done a few things. No, but like not he's not going to say anything. He's not going to say any new things that you haven't. No, seen. but I don't want him to debate. Like there's this guy Norman Finkelstein. I don't know if you know who that. Yeah, Finkelstein, that guy. He was on the Comedy Cellar podcast, and he's like he's a very anti-Israel Jewish guy. Like that's who I want to see debate. It's like I don't want to see him just go debate some like Muslim kid. I want to see him go debate like some. No interest in seeing that as well myself. I'm, I don't think I have interest in seeing him debate anyone on anything because it, I just don't feel. I just don't feel like he has any points where you're going to be like, oh, I haven't heard that one before. Well, I I want I that's like what I'm saying. Shapiro's, He's not going to have one, but I want him to debate someone who's like I feel would be close to his. Why do you want to see that? Do you want to see him if he wins or loses? Yeah, like I from just, the sport of debating. I guess like. I want to see like is he going to you know. Because like the, the that guy makes a lot of good points and uh, team debate debate Dave Smith, yeah, or, well yeah, that would be good too. Dave Smith, Laura Loomer was really good. Having your accountability partner be your dad stinks though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, also, yeah, I don't know. Would you rather your mom? I I don't want an accountability well, partner. Well, but if you have to have one because you're going to go to hell. <laughs> the alternative is going to hell, Ryan. So. Oh, here. Danny Polishuk is on 4chan. Danny Polishuk <laughs> is on the ADL support hate page. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Polishuk is on the, the ADL snitch line. <laughs> I'm proud to tell you my son's got a clean slate. So obviously, I guess the son would just probably have some other system. Yeah. But the son, it's almost like if the son was going to spank it, he probably has to have like old school, like a fucking nudie mag. Yeah, nudie mag. Yeah. But he probably has his photos up at like every convenience store everywhere. Just do not serve this Do not guy. serve this but guy. But he, like, he did it to himself. He went in there and goes, <laughs> sir, you might see this face come in one day. <laughs> Fiending for a nudie mag. Here's my photo. Please put that up on the wall and do not serve me. They do convince those guys that they have a problem pretty easily, right? Well, I've heard. Things are I've heard. There's some guys that are super like evangelical that'll be like, "I was addicted to porn," and you're like, "What does that mean?" It was like every month I fucking spanked it. Yeah, you go, yeah, that's too much. It's really sensitive. I'll pick up almost anything. It looks for keywords, search terms, images. The account. It sends the accountability partner a blurred image. <laughs> <laughs> It's a big black fucking D. Yeah. <laughs> fucking blurred out. <laughs> no, you type in his, no, that would be a funny prank to pull. You just keep looking at GoDaddy.x yeah, yeah. and it just keeps sending the blurred version to your accountability partner. And your accountability partner happens to be like the speaker of the house. He's like talking with like Chuck Schumer or something. And his phone goes off and goes, one moment. Good God. I would definitely be uh, photoshopping. You photoshop an image of you of your face on so you're boning a dude. And then it just keeps sending you photos of you boning a dude, your accountability partner. Okay. <laughs> Proud to say the sun's got a clean slate. It's really sensitive. It'll pick up almost anything. So clean slate from the sun. He's happy to say. Sun, yeah. Yeah, good but it him. is. It is pretty funny. Uh <laughs> yeah, having your dad as the kind of weird porn accountability partner. I know. I'll pass. I'll just go to hell. Thanks very much. I'll go to hell. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is uh I feel like uh Jewish people, if they had that in their religion, they'd be like, well, if you put the porn, this is what they would do. They would go, well, if you look at, if you take the porn and then you put it up to a mirror yeah. and then the mirror goes to another mirror <laughs> and then you look in that mirror, you weren't technically Not watching really, porn. <laughs> no, porn Jewish account porn accountability would be like, or Jewish accountability app would just be like, uh, Moshe, I got a text here saying that you lent money at only 1% below prime interest rate. <laughs> it's a bad investment. It's unwise. <laughs> I said this on uh, Corolla, but I said, uh, I thought of a, this is how uh, Israel could never get attacked again. They put uh, a big, they put a big, um, a canvas on the Iron Dome yeah. and then there's like a, a automated hand and then every time a missile comes it draws a bit more of Muhammad <laughs> so then at the end of it and then at the end of it like Muhammad's almost drawn and yeah. then they're basically like well you were actually in yeah, charge of actually drawing him this. yeah so stop firing rockets at us well you were drawing Muhammad so they go every time I've actually set it up so you were technically the ones drawing Muhammad and every time you fire a missile it's you were just just draw Muhammad, or you could just have every missile draws a picture of Muhammad. Yeah, it might be worth considering. It's a basically hangman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they go. <laughs> They go because if you know for a fact that any missile into this area draws Muhammad, and you still send a missile there, yeah, you go. Then you're just asking for it. Well, you drew Muhammad, yeah, right? Because the it. thing's been set up. Yeah, <laughs> it's automated. It's clever, clever little loophole. <laughs> 
that's what I'm saying. That's I guess the Muslims would maybe they'd say that we don't do loopholes. You did it. Yeah, or they'd be like, okay, well then once that's drawn, all 1.8 billion of us are going. No, they have more stick. drawings though. There's oh. lots of them. It draws it over and over again. <laughs> oh right, right. So and you're like, oh, I'm a I'm a martyr. I'm going to get my virgins. Like I doubt it. With how many times you just drew Muhammad? Yeah, it's insane amount. That's not a bad idea. Every person draws Muhammad. And then uh, I was saying the other way around is if like Muslims need to have like something like strapped to their body, the Jews would want to shoot them. Yeah. So they have like first and last month's rent. <laughs> on <laughs> Spare the checks. <laughs> Instead of human shields, they just have like few first and last taped to their body. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Anyways, okay. All right. So follow us on the Patreon. Thank you for tuning in on Saturday, uh, everybody. Which is a very for the boys day, so it's not that bad. But it was. I got to meet a ton of people that check that listen to the podcast and uh, are on the Patreon this weekend. So patreon.com slash the boys cast new episode actually on a it. lot of stuff to talk about because we waited an extra nine days so i yep. feel like there's like tons of shit so i have lots more stuff but sign uh, up patreon.com slash the boys cast peace